Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's 2021. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, season two, baby. Yeah. Season two. All right. So welcome back. Uh, it's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives and friendship. Wow. Really went strong. 2021 right there. Well, (laughs) I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, I am your host, uh, weighing in at 0.097 metric tons of fun, piece of the yeast, Christmas Maximus, Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, the Grand Master of Malt, and the Royer's Ford Rattlesnake, baby. Jump the gun on that one. Yeah, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I think 2021, we should be known as something else. I think we are... The boys that are known for malt hops and POD drops. And we are the best, best friends podcast in the world. Dan hit the music. Dan, this isn't the music we picked. Wait, this is the one I sent to you. No, no, no. Over break, we talked about a new intro song for us? Yeah, this is the one. No. This is the one I texted this is, No, no, no. This is Tell It To My Heart uh, from the 80s. Yeah. This is, no. This, this is the one I sent over. We did not say Tell It To My Heart. We didn't? No. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we... Uh... Mm, I don't think so. All right. Well, I mean, it's already there. You hyped? No. Oh, come on, man. I was getting get really... hyped off of Tell It To My Heart? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, come on, man. I got really hyped on it. All right. I'll send you the link. And, uh, okay, we'll, we'll get it better. We'll get it better for okay. episode two. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry for all of that, folks. Um, a little bit of mix up I'm here. But, um, so this is our in- inaugural Twitch stream. So there's that. We're, oh, yeah. yeah, we're live on Twitch. I actually had to get dressed for this episode. Yeah, I'm, I stayed. I've been ever since I got this tracksuit. I have been wearing it nonstop. This is, I wear it in the shower. I wear it to bed. I wear it to work. My boss isn't happy about it, but I mean, there's not much <laughs> he can do about it. You know, this is, it's a part of my being now. Like I'm, I said in our episode with Hannah, I, it's, it's this, it's my symbiote. <laughs> I'm, your venom. Yeah, I'm South Philly venom now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And, uh, we are joined, uh, we thought it was uh, quite apropos for, uh, our first episode of 2021, uh, that we, we got, we bring in two guys that, uh, our audience might be familiar with. Um, they have their, their finger on the pulse of PA craft beer and 
we're a primarily a PA craft beer podcast. I'd say so. Yeah, primarily South Jersey, a little bit of Delaware, a little bit of Maryland. regional. Yeah, we'll, regional. We'll say regional. Yeah, sounds educational. Yeah, they're the uh, operators of breweriesandpa.com, a website that can keep you up to date on everything PA craft beer. It's Matt and Chad from p uh, breweriesandpa.com. Hey, having us, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for no, coming we, on, guys. No, we, we could follow up that intro. What's that? <laughs> no, we could follow up that intro. Not even just the intro, the exchange. Yeah, I mean, like, it, you tell it, tell it to our heart fan. So I loved it. <laughs> See, I'm, Tom, it was strong. Well, at least you, uh, everybody got hyped except for me, and that's because we we'll had. Work, we'll work on. Tom. We had a very distinct intro. It can't all be POD. We'll get, it, it can't all. I don't. I, I would, I'll disagree with that. I mean, it could be all POD. Um, all right. So, uh, we brought Matt and Chad on because it's like we said, it's our first episode of 2021 and we want to talk about some PA craft beer and what to expect. Yeah. What to expect. Um, so, uh, first off there's a, I mean, a, I think the biggest news would be Matt and Chad hit a million views on their website in 2020. So congratulations on that boys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. We really appreciate it. It's a, it's a labor of love and it's a lot of hard work, but we were happy to kind of get over that finish line. So thank you. Yeah. So is that like an early cool. morning checking the analytics and seeing it? He's like, hold on, I got I to text him real quick. Yeah, there were a lot of texts going back and forth of, you know, of the math that we were doing in our head of what we <laughs> needed to average per day. I'm sure our, uh, our uh, high school uh, math teachers would have been very proud of us because we had it down pretty much. <laughs> to the number how many we would need per day to hit. And we literally just every day kept driving towards that number, driving towards that number. And uh, December got a little crazy. We needed a, we needed a decent amount, but we got there. That's what matters. You guys, you guys were really focused on hitting your KPIs. KPIs all day. Stairs in 21 because, you know, you have your, we're going to try to double it this year. You know, I think we're pretty wow. lofty goal, but you know, wow. It's a, that's a very, it's a very, uh, upper management mindset of you. <laughs> I, I see you hit your goal and you made it. It was very, double. it seemed like it was yeah. easy for you. Double it. This is the fiscal double. year 2021 message from breweries and PA right now. Yeah. <laughs> double it. It's a number though. I think people didn't realize how many views that we do get. Um, monthly. So I, um, I think it's open to people's eyes, which I is mean, nice. If you told me you did, uh, 16 views for the 2020 year, I would have believed you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what goes into it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the part of the business that we don't really talk about a lot unless we're talking to like advertisers or brewers, right? Because your, your average reader does, I mean, quite frankly, it doesn't care. Like I read tons of blogs. I don't necessarily care. As long as the content's interesting to me, that's all that really matters. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And and that's why we were excited to hit it because it also shows, all right, we're at least providing some sort of content that, you know, people care about, want to pay attention to or, or whatever it may right. be. So, you know, yeah, no one, no one really cares about the number as much as we do, but, uh, but we're happy. <laughs> it's a nice clean number though. Yeah. <laughs> you guys keep putting out like a new glass. You're going to average like 10 views for me as I sit there and wonder, <laughs> should I buy it or should I not? <laughs> Where I just keep going back to it and I like hover over that PayPal, like pay now. I'm like, I, I can do it hey, right man, now. It's still a view, so we'll take it. One <laughs> <laughs> that we just dropped today. Yeah, you just, you, well, you make those announcements and then I can hear Dan hitting F5 from all the way up from Pottstown. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you dropped that glass today. I kind of, I just, I sat and looked at it a few times. I'm like, oh, I got I got I to pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
we're uh yeah glasses aren't like something that we're like doing tons of uh, by any means but we i mean we're craft beer drinkers ourselves right we we know what we like and and we like to have a lot of fun with it and we all like glass like all all the glasses are always pa centric right so it at least is like all right let's just more put more crap out in the world that tells people hey pa is number one and you're gonna have to deal with it (laughs) now i have to buy a new glass cabinet Yeah, yeah. Me, my, my wife is on me about that because every glass we get, we, you know, we take ourselves. And uh, and when this new one came in, she was not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have to take all all five dollars and 50 cents that we earned in the fiscal year 2020 from the podcast and invest in a new uh, a, a new <laughs> a new glass display. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I'll sell uh, my uh, my uh, the only advertiser we had. This year, maybe I'll just sell my hoodie and my T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what it's about. That's what it's about, right? Flip it. Yeah, flip yeah, it. Boom, we flip have it. stuff coming down the line too. I think that uh, will be fun. So, you guys are doing quality over quantity. That's the that's the name of the game. Small runs to see if people actually want them, and then uh, you know the canned glasses were a huge hit. So we're probably going to bring them back. Can't go wrong with a canned glass. Oh yeah, the sixteen ounce one was probably the the more favorite. I think, right, Chad? It was. You don't see a lot of them and people really like 20 ounces, those. Sorry, 20 ounce. 20 ounce, yeah. yeah. The 20 ounce. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the Nordic myself. Yep. It just yeah, has I, such a nice that, weight to it. Yeah. yeah. That style's great. I mean, more breweries are putting those out and I think they're awesome just cause they hold, I mean, they hold the beer you need to right and they're but they're hefty too. Mm. At the same time, they're like a, like a, a pint glass on steroids. Plus salt. Plus trick, right? Yeah. Plus you can, Make make yourself look like a real beer douche and do the uh the heavy do, pour. do the heavy pour, <laughs> which yeah. I have we have done on the podcast several times. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have a video of it on our Instagram. So yeah, we know. I, I did it and everybody loved it. Blew mm-hmm. their minds. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's great. It's great when you do it around uh, fellow beer drinkers, but when you do it in front of people that don't drink beer, they're like, "What yeah, the fuck like, what are, the you hell are you doing?" Over there? Yeah. <laughs> Just pour it the right way. <laughs> this, is, this is the right way. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the only. Way. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of beers, Tom, you getting thirsty over there? Yeah. Oh, that sounds so bad on the mic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nothing like a nice, a nice sticky mouth. Stop on, it. On the mic. <laughs> That's very moist. Mm. Please stop. There you go. <laughs> Dan's in hell right now. All right. I'm getting a beer. All right. So, uh, all right. So anyone who is joining us on Twitch or new listeners for, uh, 2021, uh, I'll give you a little breakdown here. Um, we are, uh, we do, uh, beer reviews, I guess. We used to do beer ratings. Um, I think we did. We do ratings last time you guys were on. Uh, yeah, I believe we did. Okay, yeah. So we kind of we kind of steered away from that. We we came to the conclusion that you know, beer's so um, what's the word I'm thinking of here, Dan? Subjective. Yeah, subjective. That rating <laughs> rating just isn't fair, really. Uh, especially like on a on a, a, a media platform. You know, rate them for yourself if you want. Um, you know, we just made the decision not to rate them anymore. Um, but we'll break down the beers. Uh, you know, we'll break down the flavors. Um, Dan and I are studying the, the BJCP style guidelines. Uh, so we do a little bit off of that. Um, and, uh, we post them on our untapped of what we're drinking, which kind of, kind of try and keep a theme when we drink. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We try and keep it to either like a single brewery or something for, you know, each yeah. episode. That way we can kind of highlight them. It's really about, it's really about telling people about these breweries. So. Yeah. Um, and then you can follow, uh, along with our beer drinking, uh, adventures on untapped. Uh, you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends P O D. <laughs> 2021 for the very first time. Yeah. They didn't go anywhere, guys. Don't worry. They're all still here. I saw the video you guys posted. Yeah. Hey, you like that? <laughs> I was, uh, we're shooting some shots over here. Yeah. <laughs> that blew me Got away, it. man. <laughs> Have to try. Yeah. All right. So we are going to be, uh, drinking workhorse brewing companies, black lager. Uh, so Dan, you want to give us a little rundown here? Yeah. I'll give you guys a little rundown here of what we have. Uh, yep. Black lager by workhorse brewing company. It's about time we featured these guys on the podcast. It really is. So this right here is a dark lager. This mahogany colored lager is built upon the foundation of two German brewing traditions, Pilsner and Dunkel, two personal favorites of the podcast. We've taken a recipe heavily influenced by toasted malts and married it with the spicy and floral hoppings of a Pilsner. Extensive lagering yields a beer rich in malt character, shored up by pronounced hop flavors and aromas. 5.5% alcohol by volume, average rate of about 3.86 on untapped. All right. So we, uh, we like to do a little crack with our guests uh, as well. So uh, we'll go ahead and do that. I'll give you a little countdown here. One, two, three. There we go, boys. Beautiful crack, gentlemen. Good crack. Good smell. All right. I haven't had a black lager in a very long time. Yeah. I, as soon as I saw this, uh, I, we had to feature it. It's not a style we've had on here yet. All right. So, um, and then with a black lager, there's really no, um, they really, I, I didn't really know what to go off of for the BJCP style guideline. Uh, so I went off of the international dark lager, um, style okay nice nice I, I thought that was i'm i mean i thought you're about to say you went on the dark web to look it up dark web um <laughs> so uh a dark lager is it's a darker so and somewhat sweeter version of an international pale lager um with a little bit more body and flavor but equally restrained in bitterness the low bitterness leaves the malt as the primary flavor element and the low hop levels provide very little in the way of balance so Oh, very nice. Yeah, we'll go uh, get into it. This has a nice head on it. Sancha. Right. Cheers, guys. Boys, I'm going to turn mine around so you can see it. Pennsylvania. Yeah, we got the um, we got the bootleg breweries and PA pint glasses here that we got from Target. <laughs> mm -hmm. The bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are the equivalent to the T-shirts you buy in the parking lot at a concert. Oh, yeah. I know those very well. <laughs> So yeah. bef before we get into our impressions on the, uh, on the beer, um, I did, a now I, I wanted to preface this at the beginning of the pod uh, podcast and the stream. Um, we didn't really ever talk about it on, uh, last year. Uh, the, uh, opinions that are put out by, uh, Dan and myself are, uh, our own opinions and in no way reflect, uh, our guest opinions. Uh, so yeah. when we say something, don't assume that they agree with us. So um, because I will uh, put out some real wild shit and, uh, you know, 
spit a little venom, um, <laughs> which I'm about to do. Um, who told so, you, who told you to put this on the podcast? Did you hire a lawyer? Uh, he, uh, he's on retainer. Oh, okay. Um, caveat, right? A little yeah. caveat. So this is news to me. <laughs> so I was, I was doing our little rundown, uh, last night and, uh, I was checking the untapped on this and man, there are some ding dongs on untapped. <laughs> you don't say, I don't the, believe that. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first, uh, review or, you know, uh, check-in that I saw for this beer is that, uh, good lager or taste taste really good but i was expecting it to be darker how <laughs> it's the absence of light <laughs> and they were it was i, I expected to be uh darker 3.25 he sent yeah. this to me when i was on the beer run he goes i hate untapped <laughs> we're gonna do the west coast lager or west coast lager west coast ipa later in the episode when i looked into that one uh, someone, we should have that picture and just have it queued up and we just put it up there, man. You know, if I, if I, <laughs> if I thought about that and I did more prep for this, uh, I would have that available. Um, well, we'll just put it up in front of us. We'll just disappear. Yeah, here, here we go. I, I can, <laughs> I can just put it up to the screen cause uh, I have it some vitriol here with Dan. Oh yeah. This was a fun one. Uh, there we go. Let me see if I can turn it sideways here. Is it going to pick it up? There we go. If you notice, it's a West Coast <laughs> IPA. He's drinking the West Coast IPA, but he checked it in as the New England IPA. New England. Now people are just... I feel people, there are trolls out there now. I feel people are doing this on purpose to piss people they, like Tom off. They have to be <laughs> because if there's one brewery that makes it as clear as they, they don't name their beers. They go, this is a black lager. It's on the can. Here you go. Boom. It's a West Coast IPA. Like, couldn't be simpler to to just put right. it in there and the beer will always be on the name of the beer will always be on the can. But like the not the name, but like yeah, what it is. Not yeah. hard to figure out, especially on a workhorse can, which is always a nice, lovely template that's going to tell you exactly what it is. It's going to have their branding on it. How yeah. do you miss it? How we're going to see? Uh, you know, black lager. Don't like black lagers. Zero stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like zero out of five bottle caps or whatever they yeah. use? Whatever they yeah. do. Um, oh, just want to say for a second there, we actually have some people interacting on Twitch. Uh, we've got Harry and Al out there watching us. So all right. cheers, guys. Hey. Boys, thanks for joining us. Um, all right. So let's talk about this beer. Um, all right. So um, really well balanced, I think. I agree. Um, it's not, you know, I look at this beer and it, it like immediately when you look at it, you look at it and I, I already thought I was drinking a stout. Um, but the taste is it's way less intense than a stout. The, the malt level, the roast levels are not. I'm getting there. a strong resemblance to the Dunkel with this and um, they hit it spot on with their uh, description. Mm -hmm. I think it it hits like a Dunkel, but there is like that element of the floral aromas, like they said with the Pilsner. So there yeah. is like a little, it's a little bit, I would say crispier than the Dunkles I had this fall, but it definitely hits like a Dunkle. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, there's definitely, um, a nice flavor to it. Um, it's not just, you're not just getting a roast. You're getting, 
you know, you're getting a malt and you're getting a little bit of the hop uh, profile mm-hmm. in it. Um, it's just a nice, it's almost like they like somebody like cuvee like a, a porter and a, and a lager. <laughs> like it, it's, it's really delicious. And, and at five and a half, it's, it's, it's easily drinkable, right? It's, it's not too thin. It's a thin, right? right. It's, a, it's a thin beer, like a lager. It's, it's not re- like a porter or a stout or anything. So really nice mouthfeel, great head retention on it. Um, yeah. Getting some lacing on yeah, it. Yeah. Some good lacing on it, on the glass. Um, the, uh, I love when you say head retention. <laughs> I mean, people don't, people don't really, uh, take into account, um, you know, like what the head means on a beer, you know, it, you know, any brewer will tell you, you know, good head retention is the, as a sign of a well-made beer. Now you're just turning me on when I keep saying it. <laughs> or, or a clean glass too, right? If you don't have a really clean glass. Right. Yeah. You don't want, you don't, you don't want any, uh, you don't want any flavor crystals on there. <laughs> Uh, wash your glassware, dirty glass mafia. Yeah, if you if, <laughs> if you don't know what a dirty glass looks like, go follow Untap WTF on Instagram um, yeah, because everywhere it's just stain gang. Yeah, hashtag stain gang. All right, so what do you what do you boys think of the of the beer? Yeah, I mean, I think like I said, it's. It's easily drinkable at five and a half. It's not too thick. Um, you hit it right on the head with the mouthfeel. Um, really don't get a lot of hot bite, so it's more malty. Um, it's an easy drinker, so I like it. Yeah, I get a little bit of that roastedness. I mean, I'm always – I always say this with workhorse beers. It's, it's tough for me to judge because, like, we've done a, a lot of work with workhorse. We've – you know, they're one of the few breweries that we've actually kind of quote unquote went into business with on, uh, on like events and whatnot. So like we always get the backstory behind workhorse, kind of their mission, their plan, the brewer's background, like what he's all about and the whole nine. So like when I drink a workhorse beer, everything that I've ever been told about them, which is they want clean, approachable beer. Like you guys said, this is all on purpose. When like Dan from who owns workhorse, one of the first things he told us was, I don't want to make beers with like weird names. I just want to tell people this is what it is. So I say all that because like everything that they envisioned as what their brewery would be, you get in every beer that you drink from workhorse, a beer that you can just sit down, enjoy the hell out of, it might not blow you away necessarily. You're probably not giving it like a four, five, four, seven, five on tap by any means, but it's a beer that you could have easily a handful of and be satisfied after each one. And that's what this is to me. This is if somebody were to say like, Hey, I want a good black lager. That's nice, approachable. What, what have you, everything that, you know, I think a black lager should be. And this is probably one that I'm going to offer them. This is like batting for average right here. Yeah, for sure. So just a damn good beer. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, uh, straight up the middle. They're going to give you a good quality beer. You're not getting the hype from them, but I mean, who really needs hype? Well, that, that was their whole mission, right? I mean, you'll, if you go into like a Wegmans or a local bar, you probably see workhorse signage. I think, and, and they've never told us this, so I'm speaking from my own opinion. I'm not saying on behalf of them. I think they want to be more of like the victory or Sam Adams of the world where yeah. they get yeah. oh, beer yeah. everywhere, right? doesn't matter what community you put their beer in. It's going to play well. 
versus other breweries that are going for more of, I don't want to say necessarily the hype, but like we know there's a specific set of people that are going after our beer and those are the people we're catering after. Yeah. And I don't think Workhorse is trying to do that. Their Workhorse isn't trying to be the brewery that it has people, has the, you know, the release lines. Yeah, yeah. right. They, they just want to be able to pop a keg in a bar and and 90% of the customers will enjoy what's coming out of the taps. Yeah, approachable. Which And it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, I had the Russian Imperial. You know that that's the Russian Imperial. Like, you don't have to worry about what name it is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, which one are you talking about? So it's it's very true to style. If you're studying that BJCP guidelines, yeah. um, you you know, it, I, I don't know if you guys have talked to Nate yet, who Chad was mentioning. Um, was it Olawine, Chad? Yeah. Nate Olawine, um, you know, started Devil's Backbone before they sold AB and Bev and and really is a great brewer. So, yeah, um, I mean, De- Workhorse is definitely on our <clears throat> on our list to to have on the show in in 2021. Um, and I had um, we had a, another beer in mind to go along with this. Um, we're going to do a straight workhorse episode, but, uh, the original plan was to do a workhorse, uh, the black lager, and we were going to do, uh, Lancaster's winter warmer, but you can't find that anywhere anymore. Yep. Sold out. (laughs) And the main, the main reason I wanted to do, uh, Lancaster with this is because I feel like those are two breweries that are, they don't get the, the respect put on their name. There you go. Yeah. They don't, they don't get the respect that they deserve because they're not doing the hype beers. They're doing the, uh, you're going to get a good beer every time you drink it kind of brewery. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think there's enough respect out there for, you know, the, these guys have what, for what these guys are doing. Lancaster wants to distribute all over the place. Workhorse yeah. wants to distribute all over the place. You have to have the same, the same product every time you put those out yep. and that's insanely difficult. Very consistent. So and hard. It's, and it's tough. I mean, this is what we always find. Cause you know, we, we try to do these all state collabs, right. Where we're involving as many breweries as possible. And what we find is if you go too far in one direction, you know, you're, you're like our last collab was 40 different breweries. You're putting that into 40 different towns, right? Not everyone drinks the same beer. And it's probably because they've been, conditioned by their local brewery to chase after like i know where i live i'm not too far from you guys i'm in the collegeville area i know a lot of people do chase after the hazies because we're close to Stickman, we're close to tired hands and i'm not saying that's what they specialize in but that's obviously what people are going after so when you are a brewery like lancaster or workhorse and you need to get into 50 different towns you can't you can't you know cater towards one town over the other you have to be able to just kind of stay even keel. And, and to a, to another point, like, I think we do live in a vacuum, right? I think we all, we always see, and we're, and we're just as bad at it. Like we post a lot of hazy beers on our Instagram because let's face it, that's what gets the likes. So we live in this vacuum where it's like, oh, the successful breweries are the ones producing the haziest beers. And it's like, well, yeah, they're probably successful, but the breweries that are growing, the breweries that have a facility like Workhorse, 60 barrel, 100 plus thousand square feet, they're the breweries that are putting out well-made traditional beers because mm-hmm. that's what's going to sell, you know, mass-wise. Let's, you know, let's put out a quick, a quick hazy IPA that, you know, will infuse a little cash. And I think we live in that vacuum where we're kind of like conditioned to 
you know, a successful brewery must make the haziest beer in the world. When in reality, no, some of the most successful breweries, like you look at Neshaminy Creek, I had no idea Neshaminy Creek's footprint was as large as it was. And they're yeah. known for loggers, more traditional pilsners. Like, yeah, they have their hazy, but like their, West Coast they, their, their footprint's huge. It's not hazy. So it, it's very strange, but I mean, uh, they're, they're big, they're big beer before the, the shape of hops to come was, uh, John, John. Yeah. You know? Croydon cream ale was a big yeah. one there too, because yeah. just that area when we've learned from other breweries, how important the cream ale was. Yeah. The cream ale in the, in the Northeast Philadelphia area is insanely popular. Yeah. Well, and they have a huge distribution footprint. Like when they told us, I, I had no idea they were as large as they were. And there's, that's a perfect example of breweries that aren't just turning out hazies, turning out hazy. So I think sometimes I know I'm, I'm bad with it, but sometimes I try to step out of the vacuum and be like, okay, success looks a lot different in different ways. It's not, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Well, to look at the other side of it is like, look at Trogues too. I mean, hop, uh, um, Nugget Nectar just came out. It, that's technically yeah, neighbor. I mean, it's not hazy. It's clear nope. if you pour it. And it's delicious <laughs> and people are going crazy over it. So it, it, it's not even, I don't need, it's not, it's, a, it's a red ale, isn't it? It's not even a considered a, an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. What it's considered on like untapped or whatever. I'm I think I, it up. it's considered saw, a red ale. Yeah. I saw it, John, it I, is a highly hopped red ale. Yeah. I saw on, um, on John's, uh, Instagram, uh, that he, he put it out and was like red ale with, you know, different variations of hops. I guess he uses a different, they use different hop variations every year. Yeah. They have it on the, it's on the side of the bottle or on the side of the yeah. can every, every year is different. That, that's mm-hmm. like the original, like that was the original hype beer. From, that was particularly sorry. for me. Yeah. So that was, the, that was the original <laughs> plan for this episode was nugget nectar and it just, it didn't release. Yeah. I, I went as far West as like Morgantown trying to find it this yeah. weekend and it was, it was, it like over, nice. it like overshadowed us and went into like the Northeast yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> how did it, over. how did, yeah, it just flew over to like the Northeast and like Scranton, Wilkes-Barre and those areas and completely missed. Like I, I thought if I got closer to Lancaster, I'd find it. <laughs> but yeah, that, we wanted so to, the funny part is, is this is seven and a half and they're supposed to do double nugget, right, Chad? So I, mean, I wonder what that's going to be. They're going to do a double nugget. Yeah. I sent it to you. Oh. Yeah, I sent you that little picture, oh. man. I was like, yo, double nugget. Uh, we sent too much back and forth. <laughs> um, yeah, they, uh, they, they, we talked to them yesterday. They said it should release in about two or three weeks. So I'm so hyped on that. It was, and, and to touch on what Dan said, it is the original hype beer. Like, I remember when we back when we first started drinking uh, craft beer back in Back God, in the old know, yeah, times. Yeah, we had to walk uh, 50 <laughs> miles in the snow uphill both ways. Barefoot. Barefoot <laughs> to get there. Um, no, I remember like, uh, you know, we, we we were drinking our, our rogue dead guy and our yards brawler. And, mm-hmm. uh, and but then, you know, we would see on Facebook, people would be like, you know, Nugget Nectar's out. And it's like you had to go run to Wegmans and hope that they still had a, a case left of it. We had our connect, the beer manager, yeah. uh, the Wegmans in Collegeville back in the day would yeah. uh, set aside a few six packs in the cooler for us. So yeah. it was always nice. But that was like the first, like there was no hype back then. Like, this was I mean, before was like hype, they dropped a pallet like, in the middle of the beer store yeah. and said, here's all the nugget nectar. This is when they got like, you know, they got like a couple cases. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was hard to get and Chad and I would try to find it and split some. It was 
you know, it was the same thing with some of the other hype beers um, that are now widely available. So, but it's also good to see a beer like that still be, you know, not necessarily hype beer by 2020 standards by any means, but still be, you know, very sought after. I know when we post about it, uh, we see our engagement go up. So it's like you can clearly tell, like even though it could have got quote unquote lost in the shuffle of, of what's going on in the more modern craft beer scene, it still holds its own. It's like, it's like just a, a it's a tradition at this point. It's, it's nugget yeah. nectar season. Yep. And it's right. nice to see, so uh, it. yeah. it's nice to it's see like like a beer like that, like get hyped on the breweries and PA group on Facebook and it's not oh, new trail. So <laughs> it's new. I mean, it's just it would make it until you brought up the group. <laughs> Did you guys have like a, uh, did you guys have like a pool going? Like what, what minute mark were we going to bring up the breweries and PA group? Um, usually everybody <laughs> just brings it up first and we're like, you know, that's just user driven, right? Like that's not our own content. So, and people are starting to think that that's who we are. <laughs> do you guys, uh, when, when the, the uh, breweries and PA Facebook profile, like when, when that posts to the group, is that you guys posting or is that yeah, like an awesome. admin? Okay. Yeah, we're the only two admins of the group, so it's either we post either on our personal pages or our, our, the breweries and PA page. Those are only only technically three admins of the group. Okay, so I was going to troll you guys with this episode and do a not a PA beer and just <laughs> and just have that in there just to just to stick it to you. People, people <laughs> think that people think that annoys us way more than it actually does. I always tell people, I'm like, if it's not a PA beer, I I just don't interact with it. But if that's what you're drinking, like you know. Yeah. All My thing is because the whole the whole thing with the group is right. It's it's no different than our mission, which is support PA businesses. Yeah, I can drive down to my local distributor who pays PA taxes, is most likely a PA resident, and get a you know whatever non PA beer, and I'm at least supporting that business. So my whole thing was oh, like a Bourbon County. We're not gonna like fawn over these <laughs> these okay. non PA PA beers, but like. You know, we'll, we'll, if you're buying from your local distributor, if you're supporting a local business, then hell, more power to you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They think they're funny. You know what I mean? And, and we're just like, whatever. <laughs> non PA thing that, that like doesn't tick me off by any means, but like confuses me is when like somebody goes and gets like a tree house hall. And it's like you, you went uh, out of yeah. state to grab it. It's it's has nothing to do with the state. You they're just flexing. Buy it in PA. <laughs> but the, and, but I also realize why they're doing it because, for lack of better words, I mean the group does have over twenty thousand members. So it's like okay, well here's here's a large group I can show my haul off to. That's the only stuff that confuses me because I'm like, well, what did you do to support PA in this transaction? It's, it turns into like a dick measuring contest. Well, yeah. It's, like, it's just a strong flex. The group, <laughs> yeah. the group is like, so, all right. So we're talking about the breweries and PA Facebook group. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a fun, if you drink PA craft beer, Go on the group. I mean, it's a fun time. I'm an active uh, member. Yeah, yeah. Dan is a very active member. You see uh, what's trending at the time. Yeah. You see what people are getting into. I like to go in and, and you know, I, I like to poke the bear every once in a while. Yeah, we got craft beer Karen over here. It just starts. <laughs> um, I, so, I, you know, I like to... Uh, when, when people tell me that they only like beer that's artisanal and then uh, I'll be like, all right, well now this is, I, this is going to take up a half hour of my time. Yep. I could just hear him like back here. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just cracking the knuckles, getting down to the typing. And it goes back to, uh, and I'll bring it up. Uh, you know, I talked to a guy I was, Lancaster was getting hated on 
And a guy said, no, I I prefer more artisanal beer. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do you just drink IPAs? And he was like, well, you know, I prefer to only drink IPAs, but I mean, uh, he said, I prefer hazies. Yeah. Hazies. And, uh, and he said, uh, there Lancaster is an artisanal, like a hidden river or, uh, I, he named a couple of tired hands, like a couple other like hype breweries. And it's like, (laughs) just say you like hazies. I mean, uh, there's yeah, nothing. I mean, there is something inherently wrong with that, but I mean, it's, there's nothing. Drink what you want to drink, drink what you like to drink, but don't say a brewery's bad because you don't like the style yeah. of beer that they're making. Yeah. Well, the thing that gets us is the people that try to put other people down for what they enjoy. So it's like, yeah. Uh, one example, and I'll bring it up cause it's going to come up anyways, is the new trail Levante club. Clearly, everybody liked it. It went everywhere because New Trail's distro footprint is literally Not everyone by the looks of it. You didn't like it. OK, I loved it. It's I OK. I it, that beer made me realize that I do not enjoy that style. I, I think it, I think it was a well-made beer. Uh, I thought that yeah. I thought the, the collaboration was great. The I mean, the can art was awesome. Yeah. And they're a powerhouse brewery. So I'm, I'm just I realized from that beer that I do not like high ABV double IPAs. But you didn't go on the group and shit on every post nope. that somebody posted about it, which everybody else did. So it's it just <laughs> it, it's like, oh, they're overhyped. And we're like, oh, my God. All right, whatever. Like, I next. will say every time I posted a pointing north picture, I got like 96 likes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got more likes on those photos in that group than our podcast gets likes on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> we just need it's to start here. It's a hot beer. I actually posted it today in in honor of our uh, our Reader's Choice Award because it won Best Collab in our Reader's Choice. And I posted it today, and I honestly thought it was going to just be a dumpster fire of a post with because now you're talking <laughs> about it won Best Collab for our for our site, right? Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, I think I only saw like one comment that like it wasn't yep. necessarily negative. It was just kind of sarcastic everything else was positive so i don't know what's happening in 2021 <laughs> things are a little weird i've been watching it all day i'm so, like just waiting for it, just so, waiting for it to drop off the yeah the, the group is like um it's kind of like almost like a reddit mentality there where it's like somebody posts something it gets a little popular and then it's like everybody somebody posted like hey it's this isn't pa but uh, and then everyone started posting that this isn't, I know this isn't PA, but, and then you know, here, a glass coming out of that. So stay tuned. <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, we've toyed around with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's Facebook in general, right? And it, I don't think it's exclusive to our group, but I think no. Facebook is a place yeah. where again, it's a vacuum, right? Where if somebody it's, starts sounding off to, to things that you believe in, then you're like, Oh great. Now I can do that as well. Yeah. And then it just snowballs. It's a, shit. it's a hive mind mentality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. With the political comments, the COVID stuff that we were deleting, it's just, it, there's it no place in up. that. It, it's a, it's a, it's a group about PA craft beer. <laughs> not a, yeah. not a people place have shaped it into the next door.com of like yeah. craft beer. Uh, <laughs> and with commenting, so that's the other issue. Yeah. Um, so the best, the best part of owning that group is waking up every Saturday morning. <laughs> I, I've had so many Saturdays where I've woken up and I have two, two young kids now. So I relatively, I don't stay out as late as I used to. So I'm up relatively early and I'm and not some of the, some of the comments, it, it's not happening as often, but some of the comments from Friday night where people felt a little confident in, uh, in their inner feelings to come out 
after they had a couple triples yeah. are, uh, are real <laughs> interesting. I will say this though, as much as we're saying about, you know, how much of a dumpster fire it can be, which we're well aware, like, it's not like this is something that's lost on us. I will say over the last, it feels like few weeks to a month or so, we haven't seen as much, uh, shit, if you will. That's not to say it's not happening. We do see relatively everything. I mean, we get a notification every time something posted in there. So we're still seeing most of what's happening, but you know, things are turning a little bit to the positive, but we're just waiting for the next hype beer to come out and then we can uh, let it all go to shit again. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. There is a strong unity amongst everybody. Like I've met some awesome dudes in the group, like not personally met them, but I've, you know, yeah, I've uh, like interacted with them back and forth. There is a, like a solid group, but you know, yeah, that that's actually the whole, the whole mentality behind the group. So the group is, I mean, we're, we're almost four or five years old at this point. Yeah. Just about four years, uh, five years old. The the group is probably only three years old. The group, I mean, we were just sitting around one night with, uh, with a buddy of ours and he just said to us, like, you know, you guys could probably provide, provide a lot more value with um, with breweries if you maybe started a group where, you know, you guys could get together and actually physically go to the breweries. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's an interesting idea. So that's how the group all came about. So the whole okay. idea of like getting together, meeting, the whole group, that's too, right? That's I mean, the spirit the- of the group. And, you know, that's. Unfortunately, we've been living in this COVID world for almost a year now. I mean, we were trying to host beer shares regularly out of that group. We really wouldn't promote them on our social pages. It would only be the group because we thought this would be a great time for the group to get together. So we're hoping, you know, once we get past this whole COVID situation and we can return to those, that that's what the group will return to is more like you said, this is somewhere where I'm you know, meeting like-minded people. Because let's face it, it's not it's not a national beer group like many of these are where it's like, I'm experiencing something different than you're experiencing. It's PA-centric. So yeah. there's a chance we, for the most part, have shared similar experiences and let's talk about them. Yeah, I feel like well, it's a place I've bumped shoulders with a lot of those people at breweries. Like every time I see them post a beer, I'm like, ah, I just, I just picked that up. I probably just literally passed that guy walking out of Levante stables or something. Like you're sharing a similar (laughs) experience because of how we were trying to create like a community kind of thing. And also it's a place for people to ask questions. Like there's a lot of people that follow us that are either seasoned beer drinkers or they're very new to trying things. And it it should be a place where people can come and ask questions. Right. And say, Hey, what's a good IPA around here or I'm going to X brewery today what should I try? Like, those are the things that we want because it's, it's more of an education of who else they're going to ask. Definitely. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's advice and things like that. Like-minded so. people. I always see like, what's the verdict on this new brewery or something and seeing like a full scale conversation going down. It's nice to see yeah. because yeah, I'm on the outside looking in on this conversation being like, Oh, I have to go check out uh wrong crowd over there in Westchester or something. Yeah. I, yeah. when I first, when I first uh, got onto the group and, um, I mean, like, uh, Dan kind of goaded me into it and, uh, yeah, I was like, come to the boy, boy, did I hate it (laughs) and hold back your, your stun, your shocked. (gasps) uh, Oh yeah. Hold, hold, hold it back that I hated something. Um, no, I hated it at first, but then it kind of grew on me as I saw like more and more posts coming in of people like, Oh, Hey, you know, I I'm in this area. What are, what are some good, uh, what are some good breweries to have? And I've had good interactions with people. Like I just had a great interaction with a guy who was like, yeah, I fucking hate stouts. And I was like, well, why? Uh, you know, like, is it just like, do you, are, are, do you only drink like hazy IPAs or do you only drink like a certain style? 
and you don't mm-hmm. really like this. Um, and we only tried one stout before. Yeah, he he, he, he only ones. tried like what it came down to was he only tried dessert stouts. Um, so yeah, so basically yeah. I was like, he was like, Hey, you know, what, what are some good, like introductory stouts to try? So I like threw out a couple introductory stouts to him and he was like, yeah, thanks. I'll go try those. And I was like, but, nice. that's what you want out of an interaction from like a beer group is like, just Definitely. drop the knowledge. Yeah. Just, just drop be- knowledge on well, you do want a positive, like <laughs> yeah. I walk away feeling, you know, pretty good about this. Hey man. And as far as hating the group, no offense taken. I've texted Matt no less than 50 times this, uh, this past year, hey, I think I'm going to delete the group. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I, Matt's I, just I, talking you off a ledge. <laughs> I, to this day, I struggle with it only because, like I said, I, I love it. It's it's good interaction, but I think Matt said this a little earlier. People do think we are that group. Like they think, oh, breweries and PA is just a Facebook group. So anytime we post something on our social page. Like I had this interaction the other day. I posted a new trail beer and he's like, why do you guys only care about new trail? Are they paying you? And I'm like, <laughs> and I went back into our feed. I'm like, the last time we posted about new trail was like three months ago. What are you talking about? I was like, Oh, this guy just sees all the posts in our group and just assumes the breweries and PA people are just obsessed with the, whatever's being posted in the group. So that's the only struggle I have with it is that we as a company, and we do a lot, we do a lot of work, but you'll get, you'll still get these people that are just like, you're whatever I see in the group. I just I don't I, hear about anything else. My first, my first interaction on the, on the, the message board. Was, yeah. It uh, was not a, it was not a smooth landing into the group for uh, Tom here. Some, some <laughs> people would say it wasn't a smooth landing. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, I had an interaction with, uh, with a, I guess a social media manager of a certain brewery around the area that we don't have, we have differing thoughts about things on, in beer and, uh, oh. Offline, offline, we can have a conversation. Yeah. It might be this, might be something similar. Yeah. What? Uh, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a uh, yeah. Go, go check out the the Brewers and PA Facebook group. It it really doesn't reflect Matt and Chad, but uh, it's it's a fun it's a fun time. Get check the, out the dumpster fire for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if twenty twenty was a message board, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, so. Um, I'm wrapped up on my beer, Dan. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, doing? I'm already yeah, wrapped yeah, up. We're all. I got stellar lacing. Um, that, that was a great beer, crushable beer. Uh, not too in, like I was expecting intense malt flavors. It was super mellow. Yeah, um, I think the floral and the hop character really balanced the malt with that. Like I said, yeah. it, it came in like a dunkle, but just finished so clean that it was just real easy to drink. Yeah, it was a little bit more roasty than uh, I think than a, a Dunkel, but overall, it, I think it was a well-rounded beer, super enjoyable, um, it, very crushable for you know a darker beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good, so uh, you know, before we get into, I mean, we'll get into our next beer in a, in a second. I, yeah. I think we'll let our uh, our palate simmer here a little bit and. Uh, get used to, uh, what we just experienced. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys, what do you guys think is going to be, uh, coming up? What do you expect from PA craft in 2021? Uh, you mean to start Chad? Yeah. So, um, you know, you mentioned the article that we put together, uh, for the end of the year, um, which I actually should post again. Um, I, you know, I think you see a lot of people answering from large production scale breweries to, to smaller breweries, right? Um, I think the want is there for the loggers and the clean styles, um, but they know the hazies aren't going anywhere. 
Um, I think you're going to see less adjunct and maybe get back to like your regular styles. Um, but I have seen hopped Pilsners becoming, becoming a thing, um, which I actually kind of like. Um, yeah. Warwick Farm, well, Juicy Pills. Takes off. Yeah. Um, you know, the fruit up front, the fruity flavors with the dry finish. Um, uh, you know, Warwick makes a fantastic one. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, obviously hazies aren't going anywhere, but um, maybe a return to the basics would be nice. You know, a classic West Coast like that or something like that. So. Foreshadowing. <laughs> what about you, Chad? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, outside of the beer, I think I think you have to look at like how the landscape's going to change uh, COVID wise. Right. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting a lot of closures that didn't happen. Um, I don't, that's not to say it's not going to happen. I, I don't know how long we're going to be in this. Right. So I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying like, Oh, the industry's safe. Don't worry. But it will be interesting to see what the industry looks like coming out of this. Right. Is online yeah. ordering still a thing? You know, are we reducing lines because I can just buy the beer online and, and get to it right away? I think it's also, you know, the breweries are going to be more nimble, right? They're, they know what it's like to operate. I mean, hell, the last three weeks, Pennsylvania has been without indoor dining in the middle of 30 degree weather, right? If you can survive that, you can survive having a full tap, uh, you know, tap room full of people, if you will. So for me, not so much the beer, because I, I agree with everything that Matt said. So there's no sense in me just repeating it. But for me, I think it's it's going to be about the actual industry itself and, and what a post-COVID world looks like, which is, I think, going to include more beer delivery, more online sales, more online ordering, kind of the whole nine. Yeah, you guys just did a, a great article today about um, – <clears throat> I can't remember the name brew something. Uh, brew you. Brew, brew you. Yep. Yeah. Um, in this, uh, this apocalyptic wasteland that we're living in right now. <laughs> uh, they're, yeah. What are they? The, the PayPal for beer, right? You can, yeah. You can the Venmo of beer friend money, send them a beer. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the beer cash app. Uh, that's awesome. Beer cash app. That works. It's a very way. clean interface. And, um, the, the group behind it has, has pretty lofty goals. Um, you know, they just released it in 2020. They got a bunch of versions to go through to add things, but it, with any app, right, you're going to have features being added in. Um, but uh, you know, under, under it all they're during this, they're trying to help businesses, right? So, you know, they built in tips for servers to make sure they're getting paid. They built oh, in, that's awesome. um, you know, all this functionality, um, so it's going to be great to see them grow. Um, you know, we're helping them out a little bit. Um, you know, they're going to start in the Philly area. So they also didn't open or they didn't create this app for the pandemic. I mean, we were talking to them. I think we were even talking to them before the pandemic hit as far as like, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, announcement they wanted to make. So they were always ready to roll out in a pre-pandemic world. It just so happens. And, you know, a, a tool like that is successful in a pandemic as well. And if, if I don't want to say more successful, but, you know, an app that allows you to do contact lists or be able to send somebody from afar that you can't see. I mean, mm -hmm. that's yeah, going to work good well timing. in the world we live in right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think um, I, I kind of agree with both of you as far as um, I think I think online ordering is going to dominate 2021. I love online ordering. I oh, do, yeah. too. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I look forward every day. I think about like, man, I, I wish I could just saddle up to a bar and 
You know, I, I do miss like going there and actually having the beer on tap. Yeah. Um, but there is like a small part of me that just, you know, Thursday or Friday, I'm sitting there on my phone looking like, what can I order for pickup right now? And then I'll swing through <laughs> the next two days. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, <laughs> don't, size, right? don't yeah. get me wrong. That has made my life so much easier and my beer intake so much worse. I know. <laughs> I, I had to buy an exercise bike because of all the beer I've been consuming. <laughs> yeah. I'm treadmill, so I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, I have like locust lane on my way home. So I just go on their app and go on their little yeah. beer me app and grab a, a four pack swing through, grab it and be on my way home. I'm like, Oh man, this is great. Yeah. There's nothing better though than, you know, Chad, whenever Chad and I visit breweries, um, you know, there's nothing better than just hanging out at that bar, man, talking to like, you know, whether it's the owner or, or somebody back there who knows the beer and, and just having a conversation like, oh, try this, try that. And um, I think that's where that's where I really miss. And I hope that comes back this year. So, yeah, man, I, I mean, I think one of my favorite experiences from 2020 was when when Dan and I went out to Warwick Farms and, you know, Ryan welcomed us into the into the brew, the brew room. And, you know, mm -hmm. we got to hang out and try some beers that weren't out yet. Yeah. You know, we're, very cool. Uh, very cool welcome. people to hang out with, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you know, I got to talk to Timmy, uh, the, the <laughs> brewer over there. <laughs> Timmy's a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I do miss like, you know, just sitting at the bar with a couple friends, enjoying a beer from the tap. You know, it, it's, you know, I, I don't know if people really understand, you know, the difference between beer from a can and beer from a tap. I mean, it's, it's night, it's or night beer from a fermenter, right? Right. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had that, I had a or store bought as fine on tap at yeah. Stickman, and I, for the first time in months and I, I almost like a little tear just kind of came down the side <laughs> of my face a little bit. Cause I'm like, it, it doesn't taste this way. <laughs> it, it hits well, different. So speaking of Warwick, did you guys try our collab when you were there? I think you were, were you there around that time? No, we were there before oh, the collab. Don't started. worry. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not while we were there. Though. Dan, yeah. Yeah. Dan the, ran out and got some. Yeah. The resident Hayes boy over here. I, um, nice. I found out actually a member of, uh, my band, his father lives by Warwick. So I knew he was going there and I told him, I was like, yeah, we picked yeah, someone's up for me. <laughs> we got, a, we got a little bit of insider info while we were there. Uh, yeah. we, yeah, we didn't get to try it. We tried, uh, the, um, the sugar. It was the maple syrup, uh, stout. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. The sugar and, shack. I think it was yeah, called. sugar shack. And then, and then we definitely partook in a, in a good bit of, uh, their Marzen. The Marzen and the Dunkel. I was, I fell in love with the Dunkel there. That was delicious. Yeah, they're doing they're doing real good on on across the board, right? I mean, they're definitely known for their hazies, um, and people chase them for that. But if you have an an a off style beer that like you know isn't the hype beer, they do it well. I got their Belgian triple for uh, Christmas. That was my Christmas beer. The one with cherry. Oh, uh, it was delicious. We you have try, a, try the juicy pills if you get a chance. That's, oh, that was that was my introductory to them. Oh yeah, yeah. The juicy pills. Well, just be introduced by juice. Well, so it wasn't technically my introductory. It was what made me go there, but they didn't have it, so I got the maze mm -hmm. for days, which was their maze pills, which was okay. awesome. Good. And that yeah, their pills are good. I just had that tractor light, and I mean if. Ooh, you give that to somebody who doesn't like craft beer and that's like, they're instantly hooked on craft beer. Oh yeah. 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 They're, uh, so we we're planning on doing 
few things in a couple months with them again uh, from the taproom opens. So um, we'll let you guys know. It's going up. It's going up at a borderline Amish rate. (laughs) Yeah. Tim, Tim is living there. When I, uh, when I was picking up beer, I was talking to him. He's, he's like, yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not doing this, I'm working on the tap room. (laughs) Well, he lives lives on the property. So it's it's easy for him to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So we have our first, we have our first question from our, uh, our Twitch stream. Uh, Andy man, 1106 asked, uh, what brewery will be, you be working with on your next collab? Are you privy so to that uh, releasing well, that info? I mean, technically, technically it's not one brewery. Um, it's, uh, it's PA pride Two. Oh, I saw the post. I saw Electric the post. boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, it's right now. I mean, we're trying to get all commitments in by the 14th. So we still have nine days. Right now, I think we have 25 committed to the project. Um, so we're hoping the, the previous PA Pride one was 40. Um, we probably won't get to 40 on this one only because of the style of beer and the yield. It's not something that necessarily lends itself to a large number of breweries, but we'll probably be in the 30s with it. So I, I don't think we'll be too far off of it. Okay. So it's not one brewery. So we're, um, so we're not doing a hazy. We're... Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to really guess for, you know, it's not high yield, not high yield. All right. No, we did. How much, how much fruit puree and marshmallows are you putting into it? Um, at least 30,000 pounds. Okay. Uh, so (laughs) I need, I need fruit puree and I need a lot of Oreos. (laughs) All lactose, just bags of lactose. (laughs) It's just milk. It's just milk. Bags of it. That's oh, it's shoulders. You'll see the blue and the red labels um, from PA loophole. So the third one that we're being a part of is going to be yellow and that's coming out shortly as well. So that'll be the same style as um, PA pride just so happened to be that way. I think there's 20 breweries on that one so far. Okay. And then was it the 13th Chad? Yeah. Our next uh, single our, our next single collab will be with 10-7. Yeah, I knew. Oh, that's awesome. I knew that was going oh. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you saw the, the – did you see the post I made in the group? The, yeah. The hop, the hop <laughs> that everybody was going nuts on. Um, so we're doing a – it's called For the People, By the People. Yep. We're doing four hops, and it's going to be a 10% IPA. Wow. <laughs> they excel at the high ABV. Um, oh, my God. The Hunting Aliens. Um, hunting, hunting Wolverines, like – it's just you you shouldn't be able to hide and i told this to the brewer i was like you should, it's 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 sorcery that you're able to hide the abv aliens was 12.3 that's yep. quad that's yeah quad. <laughs> yeah that's as much as levante's um was a resurrection by uh tickle right there it's, yeah. it's scary so it, it'll be fun i mean i don't know if you've ever met them um they're they're good dudes so yeah we had them on a couple weeks ago yeah we had them on a few weeks ago we had the whole, um, the whole clan we had matt paul um bob and sean um uh, uh, blanking on his name the canadian dude that's the only one i can't think of right now Canadian. No, <laughs> the, no the um the the other owner uh we were joking with him because he said he was jerry, from canada jerry jerry yeah yeah the big mustache and Scott was it Doherty? Scott, yeah, yeah Scott. Scott sorry, I, I said Paul. It's Scott. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're great dudes. Yeah. But actually, I mean collabs. 
and I've said this a million times to people like collabs were never something we like aspired to do. It just kind of snowballed and we have a lot of fun with it. Cause you know, like, like I said before, we're craft beer drinkers ourselves and we, we do have actually probably a couple lined up over the next three or four months with different breweries throughout the state outside of our statewide one. So, you know, 2021 will probably see, you know, uh, significantly more breweries and PA collabs than we originally expected. Do you know, remember our first one, Chad? Hidden River. There you go. Unfortunately, <laughs> halfway Joe, holograms. And I don't the have only, the label. That's the only one I don't have. The the wall behind me is is was, a, essentially our collab wall. Every collab. But I've done people would look at the label and have no idea it was a PA breweries and PA collab until they turned it to the one side. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was very small on the side, and it was only in Crowlers, so we can only get in Crowlers. It was weird, uh, but it was really great beer. And yeah, I, great beer. It was a hidden river. Out before I could even drive there from work, um, so. But that was on the three barrel system, so we got to do something on the bigger one. Oh, definitely. Oh. You getting a little parched, Dan? Oh, I'm very parched. All right, I'm you waiting. Know. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been sitting here waiting. I'm like, Tom, you gonna let's you gonna go? Let yeah, let's one? let's go to the left coast here. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, we are going to be moving on with our next beer. Um. You know, we've kind of honed in on uh doing two beer episodes. Um, we've, we've ventured out and we've done a couple four beer episodes. We learned from our mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah. Yep. Hey, somewhat, fun. somewhat. Unless it's hunting aliens and then it's a one beer episode. Oh yeah. That, that is a single beer. <laughs> me on the couch sleeping like a dad with my like hands like crossed on my stomach. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the highest AB we we've had on the, the podcast was. It hovered around 11. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I don't even remember which one. Billberry Hill was 11%. Was it? Yeah. Well, uh, and that was the mistake that and we that, made. And that was the night that we decided to have five beers, so. <laughs> and, well, and Billberry Hill was a crowler. Yes, it and was. And we all had our own crowlers. Yeah, so. we each had, yeah, this was during the pandemic where we couldn't, you know, split a crowler with each other. We mm-hmm. had to buy crowlers for each of us. Yep. Oh, uh, wow. Yep. And Love that was beer. That, that was the that was the only beer that has uh, come up in the morning for me. Yep. Tom learned his lesson. Yep. And we have the privilege of having a uh, Jim from Levante on at the end of the month. Oh yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Nice. So it's a good dude. All right. So we are going to be doing, uh, the West coast IPA. Oh, yeah, I got to describe this one here. My workhorse brewing I'm right, company. I'm ready to crack this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing the West coast IPA. Um, you'll be able to find, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's just called West coast IPA. It's not hard to find, but if you, it's hard to check it in though on untapped clearly. Yeah, apparently. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's the West coast, New England IPA. Um, (laughs) yeah. So, um, but if you, if, if you can't remember what beer we drank, if we can't, you can't remember the West coast IPA, you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod at best, best friends, P O D. We'll get them on the podcast. Yeah. Don't worry. Come for the beer. Stay for the POD drops. <laughs> you guys have to let us know if you get them. I'm definitely, I'll watch live. <laughs> All right. I'm getting my whole family to watch that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Daniel, tell us about this beer. I made it. Uh, <laughs> so we're doing the West Coast IPA by Workhorse Brewing Company. Uh, West Coast IPA, copious amounts of hops are boiled into the wort kettle to provide the characteristic bitterness and unique essential oils that impart fruity and citrusy flavors. Dry hopping amplifies these flavors and aromas without increasing the bitterness. This is a 7% alcohol by volume. Not getting respect on this. It's a 3.65. 
out of five on oh, untapped. Wow. That'll that'll come up. That'll come up. West Coast West Coast is going to be big in uh in 2021. It'll be the Hansel of IPAs. <laughs> so hot right now. So hot. <laughs> it's the Mandalorian of IPAs. Oh, all right, everybody. One, two, three. All right. Another great crack, Another gentlemen. Cracks. All right. So with this beer, what we should be looking for is a decidedly hoppy and bitter, uh, moderately strong style American pale ale. Uh, showcasing modern American and new world hop varieties. The balance is hop forward with a clean for- fermentation profile, dry finish and clean supporting malt, allowing a creative range of hop character to shine through. Um, nice clarity on it. Uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't need to be hazy to be a good IPA folks. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. this is, Back in back in our day, uh, <laughs> back in my yeah. day, yeah. Close your eyes and drink it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't post it to the breweries and PA Facebook group because you will get hate. Well, I mean, not from us. I did no. actually, I did actually post it, and uh, it's now the post wasn't geared specifically towards the beer, so a lot of people are commenting other things, but no, uh, no hate so far. Are they telling Tom to cut his hair? They, they could are. be. <laughs> Everybody else in my life is, Dan. <laughs> All right. Daniel. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers, guys. The inaugural run of the... Uh, the Hot Master General Hot glass. Master General glass. I like it. Uh, it's a beautiful, clean beer. Oh, man. Yeah, it's very... I don't know. I love West Coast IPAs. And I just, they I got like a special place one. in my heart. Yeah, it. it I mean... You won't get any disagreements from us on that. It's a style that I feel like is either really loved or nobody even touches. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, hazy beers can be just as hoppy, but I mean, it's not hazy. You won't try it. The problem with the haze, the haze craze, is it got to be, um, it came to be uh, paired with you know juicy IPAs, you know the mm-hmm. New England style. Um, so that's what kind of everyone expects now from the, from their IPAs is just, they want a little bit of like floral and juicy and that's it. Yeah. You know, these West coast IPAs, which are supposed to be hop forward, bitter, um, mm-hmm. clean tasting. Um, it's, these are what, this is the beer that a non craft beer drinker hates. Yeah. Well, like, so one of my first beers that I started off drinking craft beer wise was like uh, Sierra Nevada. Yes. And they did a great job of West Coast style, really piney, bitter IPAs that are clear yeah. and they're fantastic. Torpedo is still like one of my number one, like A1 oh. from day one. Oh, they're very consistent. I mean, I still have Celebration in my basement. I, I love that beer. Oh, yeah. That's an, another great beer from them. I mean, they just, they're like the godfathers of that West Coast IPA. Uh, yep. style and to make multiple like style like multiple types of beer within that style that all yeah. have different characteristics like we just said we you know sierra nevada just regular sierra nevada you got torpedo celebration mm-hmm. like they all have different well, pale ale is the, is the solid one right i mean yeah. that's their go-to <laughs> yeah and uh stone yes harry thank you for uh mentioning stone yep. and um harry did correct us we did have a 15 percent um black is beautiful that's true it's on true. the on the podcast so that is the highest abv we've had but i think we split that four ways we did split it four ways so or we did multiple have, ways I, I think it was like six ways 
Ooh. Now we're getting kinky. Yeah. Whose was the uh, 15%? Other half. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I know it's not PA, but. Yeah, not from PA. Sorry, guys. Oh, I mean, much <laughs> respect to other half, dude. <laughs> well, you yeah, can get. Killing the game right now. They're, they're like the goat right now, man. It's, it's, they're making great beer. And oh, they yeah. hold up. Like, if you forget them in your fridge. Like three months later, it still tastes yeah. the way it should. Yeah. One of the best single hop like brewers out there. Their single hop series for their IPAs are incredible. Nice. Um, so back to this beer, I really wish I knew what they hop this with um, because it's exactly as they describe it. Uh, resinous, uh, citrus. And the pine. bitterness and the floral aromas from, like they said, boiling the hops in there to get that characteristic. Um, spot on. This is now just like looking up the hops. <laughs> this is just exactly what workhorse is. It's just a Chad's not posting to the group page. He's looking up the hops right now. <laughs> it's, <what> I'm doing. <laughs> it's a it's a well done, no frills, good, mm. solid West Coast style IPA. And at fourteen dollars a four pack, I mean, come on. I come mean, on. you're not going to get come a better now. deal than that. Oh yeah, come on, come on, and. Uh, workhorse, correct me if I'm wrong, delivery statewide? They do. They do. They just just announced that, what, uh, two, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, so you can go on. They do, they do some cool stuff on their website, like the, uh, the different variety four packs. They do, like, curated four packs. Yeah, and. I love it. It's a good idea. Yeah. They're they social. Eight to go. Yeah. I've seen those like little eight ounce cans and everything. Um, those are incredible. And their social distancing seating over the summer in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, some of the best like beer outings I've had over this entire pandemic was going there, bringing our own food. And uh, we went there for the American pale ale release when they did the APA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's the first time I had the West Coast was uh, then, too. And it was just so nice. They have such a great facility indoors, but then transferring that same vibe to that parking lot where everybody had their own parking spots where you can just sit down on a bench. They had um, tents. So in case it rained, you were still fine. I mean, he takes he takes that stuff seriously. We our our last event was with them and it was during the pandemic. And I'll never forget. He. Our event was April, so it would have been like a, about a month after the after the pandemic hit, right? And at that yeah. point, everyone was kind of like, oh, this will be over by the summer, no worries, blah, blah, blah. And he was really the first one to say like, no, we're going to push this event out to like the fall, potentially early winter. Because you could tell he was, you know, he didn't want to mess around with it and he didn't want to take any chances. He's serious about his business. And it's, it's you know, it's appreciative to, to go to a place like that because, you know, that's going to permeate in everything they do. Not just the social distancing, but the beer, the characteristics of the beer, the quality of the beer, you know, now the quality of the food now that they're doing a kitchen. So, it's, you know, it's good to support a business like that because, you know, like I said, it permeates through everything. So, so I did ask the owner what the hops were and he's finding out for me. Oh, wow. Oh, a little inside baseball right there. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Straight. The the perks of having brewers in PA on the, on the podcast. He's trying to find out. He's like, (laughs) he's like, I wish I knew, but he doesn't know. So, (laughs) um, so we did have a question come in, uh, while we were cracking this, um, from, uh, Harry from, uh, experimental beer. I know it's not there. He's not a PA brewery, but, (laughs) um, he is in New Jersey, North Jersey. Don't hold Um, it against him. He's a uh, North Jersey home brewer. Uh, you can follow him on uh, on Instagram at 
xbeer underscore nj doing some great stuff um mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll do, a, maybe we can have them do like a porch drop for Matt and Chad. I know it's not PA beer, but you know, you guys can look past it. Um, <laughs> you know how many times I've wanted to like, just imitate your porch bomb posts with just like me going to the grocery store and just having like the face, like, Hmm, what's on this shelf? It's just a giant bag. And he's like, what's in this bag? <laughs> it's just me at the, it's just me at the checkout, like ringing it up and everything. <laughs> he cut, cutting, it, cutting the bag with a knife. <laughs> Swiping your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Harry asked how you guys, got in how you guys got the idea for this venture so uh five years ago um it really just was born out of a need for information that really wasn't there um that was when craft beer really was i think starting to boom and uh i think pennsylvania you know i think the chamonix creek was around trogues was around obviously yards but you didn't have a lot of information out there so we didn't know what was around us. We didn't know where we could go visit. Um, and then it kind of, so to echo your comments from before, we don't do beer reviews. We used to, (laughs) we used to do beer, all of it. If you go back in the site, you could find them. Um, but we kind of got away from that because leave that up to untapped. And we sort of morphed into this news site after, what was it, Chad, a year and a half, um, about a year and a half, we morphed into a news site, um, to kind of aggregate everything for people, right? The, the maps and the and the lists of breweries and every single brewery in the state, um, you know, who is child friendly, who is dog friendly, things like that, um, that we were seeking out and obviously other people would want. And then we started to see comments like, oh, I wish you would do that and this. So we just basically started adding to it. Um, but I think it was born out of a necessity because, you know, we were sharing beers together. We were like, hey, let's make a website and we're on our fourth iteration, I think, of the website. It looked really, I mean, we made it in my basement. It was not great. <laughs> it was like a GeoSites website. It was like or- Angel Fire. <laughs> it's like, it was like MySpace of Breweries and PA. Um, and, dancing uh, baby yeah, we in made the corner. WordPress. Like, Is that hamster we- dance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom from MySpace was on there. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, we made it in the basement and we just started to go. And then, all, you know, we got a big Instagram following. Um, and it really just morphed into the news site. I think that Chad and I really appreciate, um, posting content too. So Chad, I'll let you explain, uh, the best way to describe it. Like, I think I've said this already, like we're just craft beer fans at the end of the day, this was never like a get rich quick scheme or like, Hey, let's capitalize on this craft beer boom because it really wasn't a boom when the site started. I mean, I remember going to free will back then you could barely even buy a glass of beer because the laws were so antiquated. So it really just became two craft beer fans that were tired of going on 17 different sites to find information and figure, like Matt said, how can we aggregate everything? And it's just kind of snowballed since then. So, yeah, at the end of the day, we love craft beer. It's our passion. And it's kind of morphed into this where we can help small business at the same time. And, you know, we get to know a lot of these owners and these brewers who are behind these these businesses. And, you know, we, we see their families, we meet their families, and it, it's nice to be able to – at least drive some business their way so that, you know, they see some success and um, it, it's really fun. I mean, we get a, a random text about something about to happen and 
we can play a part in, in helping spread it. So, yeah, that's something I, I think I enjoy about the podcast too. It's just like knowing that like we're featuring these like businesses out there and just getting their name out there sometimes or just even getting the brewers on who just, you know, they say like, thanks for having us on yeah. to just, just to even talk. And, you know, most of the time it's just us like straight up kissing their asses. Like, Hey, thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on guys. We had a lot of fun, like talking about the beer, but then they're just like, no, thank you. And it yeah. like really hits. And it's just like, uh, the, the relationships that you form too. I mean, it's like between like, I'm going to name drop here, but it's like, you know, we'll message, you know, we, we message Ethan from Stickman or Hannah from naked or, you know, even Ryan from Warwick, yeah, Ryan now, from like, Warwick. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, yeah, I'm involved in more group chats than I want to be involved in right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. We know that game, but it, it is fun. I think, I think what people don't see is the behind the scenes, right? The, the what the brewers and the owners go through, um, to even just get open. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's crazy that the crap that they have to go through, especially during the pandemic, it, it's, so that's why we've been, I think, especially in a, in a specific situation where we can help a lot during the pandemic. I think we kind of stepped it up, Chad. I think we <laughs> during the pandemic, we really started pushing stuff out. But yeah, I mean, that that's why I'm really happy about PA Pride, because obviously it gives Pennsylvania a beer to be proud about, for lack of better words. But it's also being brewed on such a large scale that if one or two or a handful of breweries were to do this themselves, it would cost them a lot of money. And what we're able to do is we're able to not us ourselves. Right. But, but you know, the, the host brewery is able to sell the beer to the brewery at a reasonable cost. And most of these breweries are selling out of it. So we're able to, through that project infuse, you know, a couple thousand dollars into an operation over a couple of weeks, right? It's not going to make or break their brewery by any means, but it might get them to be able to pay rent during a pandemic mm-hmm. that we're in because unfortunately things are slow. So, you know, anything we can do to draw attention to businesses, I mean, that's kind of what our goal has become during this whole pandemic is like, all right, we've always been about let's support craft beer, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. craft beer. Well, how better to do that than during a pandemic? Let's support the hell out of them. And can contrary to all the comments in the group, uh, regardless if they pay us or not. <laughs> so <laughs> some people feel like breweries do pay us for their exposure. And, uh, my bank account would suggest otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that much money or I'd have that new camera in my hand. So, yeah. um, those are always funny comments. Yeah, I mean the, the the loophole is the same idea, right? It, yeah, loophole. It, that's the whole idea. That's right? like a smaller scale brewery collaboration, correct? Yeah, East End um, was the goal. Was I mean, the, yeah, the brewery that's brewing it is relatively large, East End out in Pittsburgh. But the goal was, and this is what a lot of breweries approached us about was let's give breweries like a can release, right? Let's give them a can that they can sell to people because let's face it, everyone's going after cans, right? If right. you, if, mm-hmm. if you, if you release a beer and it's not in a can, unless of course it's bottle aged or barrel aged or whatever, but if it's an IPA, what have you, you want to grab that thing in a can. And I'll never forget the one brewery that opened out there. It joined in on the project literally the week they opened and they said, yeah, this project is helping us out so much because it's essentially allowing us to have cans on day one. And yeah. we don't wow. have a canning line. Monday. We don't have the, the, the cash to bring a mobile canner in here. Like this is allowing us to do that right away. So, again, these projects aren't going to like turn around pandemic issues by any means, but it's just going to infuse quick cash into a situation where they don't have to put a lot of capital up like this PA pride too. 
I, I've already said it to the breweries that we're speaking with. I may buy a handful of cases myself. It's not that expensive per case. Like, so yeah. these breweries are able to buy it and then flip it real quick for profit. Well, promote who has it. So I think by the extra push of saying, hey, they have the cans, everybody sees it posted in the group and they yep. see it everywhere. And it becomes a, I don't want to miss out. Let me go get it. Capitalize on people's uh, FOMO. Yeah. Oh yeah! I, right. As soon as PA Pride came out, I was I was already at ten seven. I <laughs> I grabbed it on my way. Uh, and it, it does help that these beers are relatively good beers. I mean, you're always yeah. going to have your your dud every once in a while. But I personally, and I'm probably biased, but I, I thought PA Pride turned out really good. I thought it was very good. Deer Creek malt, malt, yeah. the malt character on that with Deer Creek, like that was yeah, I mean, delicious. Deer Creek, that was, that was a Deer Creek recipe. They were behind that. That's actually a beer. I think that's a, yeah, that's essentially a beer that they already have in their lineup. They just they tweaked it a little bit. So mm-hmm. like, I knew it was going to be good. And you know, Deer Creek, they're not known for making beer. And, and they even say that to us. Like, we don't advertise that we make beer, but they do, right? So not a lot of people are able to take advantage of the beer they're making. So, you know, we're able to we're able to introduce a really good beer that probably people aren't drinking because it's not getting the hype because it's made by a place that's technically not a brewery. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you this, the uh, 10-7 collab may be released in time where you can get it anywhere in the state, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I heard there were some announcements Ooh. about that. They've been uh, yeah. they've been so hustling over there with their distribution. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. They're, yeah, they're getting a lot of places, that, but I think they're trying to set up everything in order to do that. So um, we're trying to time it right so that we can promote both of them at the same time. Awesome. Do you guys have any plans to, um, and, and you know, I don't, I don't go super far back with, uh, with what you guys have done in the past, but, um, do you ever plan on like, uh, promoting any kind of like home brewers or, um, so we have, um, and we should start doing it again, Chad. We, we started to do a, a homebrew spotlight. Problem is we ran out of home brewers. Okay, uh, but this was like a year and a half ago or two years. So we could bring it back, which is a good idea. Um, but we we were doing it, so we were saying, "Hey, like, however we can get your beer, send it to us, ship it to us." Actually, one of the breweries that was a home brewer is actually a full time brewery now in Pennsylvania. So we featured Union Brothers before they oh, actually wow. became a brewery and opened up in Pittsburgh. Awesome, um, and he was sending us beer probably a year before he opened. Um, and Chad and I tasted it. And we were like, "Holy shit, this guy's gonna make a brewery!" Yeah, so, those towers were real good. It would. I would love to do it again. Um, I just have to find more home brewers. But now that we have the group, I think it's something that's way more easily attainable. Yeah, and I um, think it's something we, we could start sending your way as well. Yeah, we've got a, a friend of mine actually we featured on here yeah. who does a very interesting uh, age barrel aging program in his oh. in his garage. <laughs> So, um, we'll send you the episode after this, but yeah, he's, he's right around the corner from, uh, you Chad. So nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind doing that. I mean, Chad, as long as we, I mean, I'd love to share the beers with more people. I don't like to, you know, hoard the beer. So, um, but But it it is fun because you see everybody's spin on things, right? It's a, it's a homebrewers working with multitude of hops right different malts that they can get yeah i think i've had like the most fun with like home brewers on this podcast and that's the thing about home brewers now with this whole uh pandemic like i i've seen a couple home brewers buying canning 
you know, canning kits mm-hmm. and canning kits. Yep. So now it's a lot easier to get out. Like, uh, I mean, it, a guy who's, uh, you know, watching right now, uh, Harry, uh, at X beer. I mean, he just, he sends us beer regularly at this point. Yeah. Know? We're like on a subscription service. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, our, our buddy, our buddy who works at, uh, at deer Creek, you know, hits us up when he does a, 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 a brew that he's proud of. He, he'll hit us up and be like, Hey, I got this, I got this beer that just came off. Uh, I just canned it. Stop by and I'll, I'll give you some. Yeah. I mean, okay. some, some homebrew setups are, some homebrew setups are pretty impressive. Like I, I've seen some homebrew setups that are actually more impressive than some commercial brewery setup. So, I mean, <laughs> you do it right. And as far as like, you talk about featuring homebrewers, uh, Matt, you know, covered a lot of good stuff as far as the site goes. I do have, I'm not going to put it out, out in public cause, cause uh, it's not fully developed yet. And, uh, we don't have the capital to do it. I do have a very aggressive idea for a, um, for something that would would incorporate all statewide or as many statewide homebrewers as possible. Um, so when you talk about got a couple home, years ago, I remember that. Yeah. So when you talk about homebrewing, that's something. Yeah, we're. I mean, we don't we don't brew ourselves by any means. We we've we've kind of tried our hands at it, but it's not something we do regularly. But it is something that you know we know is a, a huge part of of kind of the, the subsection of what we do, if you will, and something that we should, you know, be doing a better job of, uh, I mean, that's, it's, it's how most breweries get started anymore. That's what I was going to say. I mean, when we were talking about like having good relationships with these breweries, I, I always say there's a very thin line between brewer and consumer because I mean, Matt just mentioned union brothers, right? Nine times out of 10, these breweries that open were home brewing. For that long time, right? They yeah. were no different than another home brewer. It's just they took the risk, got the capital, and went out there. So it's not like another industry where you had to necessarily work your way up thirty years in a corporate setting to get where you're at. And the the you know the people outside of that can't relate to that story. Whereas these brewers are, I can relate to you home brewing because that was me six months ago before I started my brewery. Right. Yeah, yeah it, just it, look at ten seven. Um, you know, those, the two owners were home brewing and their head brewer was dog sitting for them. Yeah. <laughs> like he learned, he learned through osmosis basically. Yeah. And I mean, he is just put, they're putting out quality there. Those guys are great. Beer fest, Chad, like two years, three years ago, maybe yeah, right before they opened. I'll never forget having them at a beer fest. And, and honestly, well, they won best, they best won at a, either Pottstown or Phoenixville. I forget which one. I think it was Pottstown. Pottstown. Um, yeah, they won best brewery there and they weren't even set up yet. Like that was <laughs> a year before they actually <laughs> opened up their location. They, they beat out. I mean, it was Pottstown, like Pottstown used to be, unfortunately that, you know, Pottstown is no longer the, the beer fest is no longer, but they used to get a lot like Sly Fox, all the big ones out there at the Hidden River came and mm-hmm. this home brewer, quote unquote, won it all. So yeah, those guys are doing cool. Yeah. Right? I mean, the day they got their building. We showed up cause they invited us over. It's not far from where we are. And yeah. uh, they had their home. They had basically like their setup and they were like, here, try all the beers. <laughs> and we're <laughs> this empty shell of a warehouse. And we're, um, yeah, that it was, was a good day because <laughs> try all the beers, help us so hang bad. all these doors. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like a lot of the brewers that we talked to, um, you know, like Ethan at Stickman started out as a home brewer in college and moved to, 
he he learned through you know he started apprenticing and then brewing so and then, will for a little while it, well so yeah. he he started out in pittsburgh it, he started yeah. brewing and then he got a job at hofbrau house and uh i think church brew works he worked at yeah he was um, doing yeah he did like the german beer kind yeah. of circle there and then you have like uh like ryan from warwick who was a, a minor league baseball player <laughs> and yeah that he, blew our minds, I guess, on yeah, that episode. We, yeah, we, we were like, we were kind of like stunned at that. And he was like, oh, it was yeah, like was record in, scratch. We were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Let's get back He's to like, that. oh, yeah, I was yeah. in the Angels organization. And we're like, whoa, what? <laughs> Same time as that, Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, you know, he, he stopped playing baseball and he was homebrewing. And his wife was like, this is good. It's, well, he worked at Keystone Homebrew yeah. for a very yeah. long time, which so. is a, is another uh, it's another like a mecca for a yeah. lot of rising stars. Yeah, you have like yeah. H- Hannah Naked, which I John Stumbler from Free Will. Yeah, we yep. can't we can't say enough. Like, go try Naked's beers; they're fucking awesome. Yeah, just make sure you go around the back of the building when you're looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she took over, I went and visited and uh, with my girlfriend, and we had a good time. We. Uh, she had a lot of beers that she had just made and we, we bought some cans and she's, she's doing some good stuff. So excited. And the styles, she's making a variety, which is yeah. nice. Yes, yeah. definitely. Dark stouts. I mean, saisons, everything. So. Yeah. She, she did a, a fantastic, uh, and I'm not a huge fruited sour fan, but she did a, fr- a great fruited sour that I didn't have to drink with a spoon, yeah. which was awesome. W- with lactose. And I watched this guy enjoy it. My jaw dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Using fresh mango, not uh, not mango. This craft beer curmudgeon right here. I watched his heart grow three sizes. I watched his heart grow three sizes in that episode. His <laughs> heart grew three sizes. Yeah. And I didn't have to cuvee it with anything. You know, it was, it was great. Yeah. But you didn't have to strain it before you uh, put <laughs> no, it in your glass. No, I did not. Uh, hopefully, speaking of uh, uh, things that are, you know, trends that are going in 2021, hopefully that is one that goes away. I'm seeing lactose free uh, from places that are known for their toasts. Well, I, I don't think the toast is the problem. I think it's the, uh, hey, we're we're packaging a, uh, a V8 splash and calling it a, a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that might blow up if you don't keep it cold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't does not travel well. <laughs> the, all right, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> the uh the 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 fruited the the Berliner Vice memes were hilarious. And that's the one good thing that came out of that whole shitty trend. <laughs> um so um what uh what breweries are you guys excited about in twenty twenty one? Like for us like, personally, you know, like, what, like what, what, what have you, I mean, you guys have, like I said, you have the finger on the pulse of PA craft, you know, is there, uh, you know, breweries that kind of just started in 2020, um, mm. the up and coming, you know, there isn't a lot of hype around them yet. Is a there, rising star that you yeah. wore on your hat that should have got more votes during the reader's poll. <laughs> So I'll give you I might be building a tap room. That's going to be pretty awesome. So Warwick is obviously, I think going to dominate 2021. I can't Um, wait. Tap room opens. It's going to be a destination brewery for sure. Um, There's a bunch out in Pittsburgh. I'm kind of excited to go visit Um, trace brewing, which just opened up with cans Um, necromancer, which we just posted um, 
an article about today. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that when I saw Pittsburgh. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, every time I like see a name of a brewery and I'm like, wow, that looks really cool. And I see Pittsburgh, I get, God damn it. (laughs) I've got to plan a trip. I mean, it's, I mean, that's what we do. And um, so they're exciting because they make, they're going to make everything. They're going to make your hype. They're going to make the stuff you know. And then they're making something that they call a resurrection style, where they're bringing back old styles that people don't know about. So they made one called a Kentucky Common, which um, I don't know if you saw that, Chad. Which nobody knew about, so everybody had to try, right? So they want to resurrect these old styles that nobody makes anymore. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's like that's Fresh like a, what a Ethan shirt. did with a uh, Stickman did with the pre-prohibition lager. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a delicious beer. So they've done their research. They have a bunch of them up their sleeve, and they're basically saying we want to be the spot where people who drink clear beer and macro beer as well as people who drink hazy IPAs converge and then can meet in this resurrection style and then drink whatever they want. Why do you have to, why do Um, they have to be in Pittsburgh? I know. So then the the last one I'll say is um, I'm excited to get to union brothers. It's been a couple of years. He opened during the pandemic. We couldn't visit and um, he's been texting me like crazy. So his canning line got held up, Chad. He was supposed to send us beers (laughs) and he was all pissed because his canning line got held up. So those are my four. I mean, for me, not to sound like that guy, but like I'm excited for like there's a large number of breweries that are that are opening. There is a large number of breweries that are opening just can release only. Um, Simple Days uh, did it in East Greenville. Uh, Trace, yep. who Matt just Matt just mentioned, yeah, you go on our site. We 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 cover grand openings. A lot are opening can can release only, right? And they've told us we're not going to go to tap room sales until this pandemic is over. So what I'm excited for is the large number of breweries that are opening, and then just one day they're going to start selling tap room, and they're just going to have that tap room experience. But they're going to probably have anywhere from nine months to a year of commercial operation under their belt. So just yeah. to go from that transition is going to be really cool to watch them do that. I also think you're going to get a, a generation of brewers and business owners that are like, I, once again, I survived this pandemic. I opened where I could literally only do can releases. I can do anything now at this point. I can survive that. If I had to name like a brewery, I'm excited for I me. Mean, we obviously talked about Warwick with their tap room. Um, I'm really excited for Zero Day out in Harrisburg. They, I mean, they gave us this news a, a very long time ago, and it's taking a while for obvious reasons because they're opening like three locations at once where it's just they're wow. literally they have a new brewery they want to open up a tap room they want to open up another tap room yeah i think it's three in total that they're literally wow. trying to open up all at mm. one time talk about um, scorched earth right yeah there. for real is hard to do under perfect circumstances let alone during a pandemic right um also excited for breweries that continue to open up during the pandemic like we i know i sat down with the with the team at mystic ways who's opening in Percocy. Um, sometime in 2021. So to talk to a brewery that's like, yeah, we're trying to get everything approved, but we can only do it, you know, during social distancing and during all this crap, you know, shutdowns, the whole nine to go through that, to persevere through that and, you know, to make it to the other side. I'm pumped for those. So I can probably only name that one specifically, but I just have a whole bunch of breweries that I'm just super pumped that are, uh, that are opening during all this stuff. How many were on that list that we posted, Jen? Like 30 something? 
that opened this year. Yeah, during during 2020. Yeah, some, somewhere around that. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible, especially like hearing that Warwick is, you know, they celebrated a one year anniversary. Yep. like they, they brew beer where I thought they've been around forever. Yeah. Like, I, like when they said they're like, we're coming on our one year, we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. You mean you guys haven't yeah. been here the whole time? <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. They did it right. I, I always say, I always say to Ryan, um, like, I think, I think his, his athletic mentality helps that business because, you know, it is easy to relatively stumble out the gates as a new brewery. It's even easier to stumble out the gates of a new brewery when you have a system like they have. I mean, we've been to a lot of breweries out there that have, have been around for years brewing on a significantly smaller system. It is not easy to brew on a big system, not to say they have the largest system in the world by any means, but their system's pretty large for somebody who just jumped from home brewing to, to what he's doing right. now. And, and just I packed into think, a small space too, which is I impressive. do think it's that professional athlete mentality of him where He's not going to fail and he's not going to let himself fail. And I think, and I think that's really helped them out a lot. And I think they're, they're a brewery that new breweries can look at and say, we don't necessarily have to struggle coming out the gates. We don't necessarily have to brew on a, on a small system. I mean, obviously everyone's situation is different. So I'm not going to say like you should be brewing on a big system from day one by any means, because I know it takes capital on the whole nine, but you don't have to have a, like a defeatist mentality about it. Right. You can say, no, we're going to put out a damn good beer that people are going to appreciate and people are going to like from day one. Yeah. I got to come out swinging. Yeah, for sure. Really do. Especially in this market, right? It's, it was easier to do do five plus years ago because you know, you were competing with, you know, shelf, you know, distributors and, and stuff like that, where it's like, hey, come support local. We're the only local place in town. Now, when it's like, well, no, I passed five breweries to get to you. You better have a good beer, because if you don't, I'm just going to go 500 feet the other way. Like, I would never open a brewery in Phoenixville. <laughs> yeah, Phoenixville. <for> <laughs> I would never open a brewery in Phoenixville unless I was 150 percent, you know, proud of my product, because, you you put out duds like I can walk to another brewery. Yeah, <laughs> you essentially get one shot now, and yeah. it's it's hard for people to go back to try your beer when they've already had a bad experience because there's so many other options. Why would they go back? They had a bad I, experience. All right, I'm just gonna try somewhere. We've now. we've talked about before. It's like we're the PA is the San Diego of the of the East Coast. You know we. We have craft beer saturation. Yeah, craft beer. Yeah. Like you can throw a stone and hit a craft brewery. So true. So true. We haven't seen we haven't seen the bubble burst though, and it's it just uh, so what what I've been saying, what Chad's been saying as well, is that as long as you make good beer, you're going to stick around. It's the people that are not worried about quality, and the people that are not worried about the product they're putting out, they might I mean, end up closing. I mean, we've seen it firsthand. There have been. Businesses that open strictly to take advantage of the boom, if you will, right? Somebody who opened because they thought craft beer was hot. You know, this is a get-rich-quick scheme. Yep. sticker that, that you took from my house? Yes, the, those ones specifically. Um, <laughs> Hold it up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's in the other room, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, hazies are easy to brew. That's what everyone yeah. likes. Puree beers are easy to brew. That's what everyone yeah. likes. They're trying to make money. They don't care about the beer. That's this right. terrible. It, it's not, it's not a lasting thing. It's like, yeah. it's, it, it's almost like the stock market. They're like, they're, you know, it's like penny stocks. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing <laughs> pretty much. 
Yeah, they're they're playing. Sorry, they're playing the rise right now. Yeah, you're just trying to catch a high. You're just trying to catch that high and run with it. And and let's face it, especially now, you know, times are tough. Like things things are getting tight. You know, money's not where you know it should be. So if you're not able to survive all that, well, this might not be what's for you. Yeah. No, I was hoping agree. Matt was gonna start rapping like Eminem when he was like, "You you only get one shot." You only get one shot. I was like, oh, is he going to do it? One opportunity. Is he, is he going to do it? Mom's spaghetti? <laughs> mosaic. Mosaic. <laughs> Grab that sticker real quick and hold it up. <laughs> I mean, you just say it. It's salmon pants. Salmon pants. <laughs> what the fuck Where is McCall pants? Brewing is now, McCall Collective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Salmon pants. They got salmon pants up there. Yeah, they they know they know exactly what they were. Salmon Pants was a brewery, and not to you know talk out of turn, but they were a brewery that was trying to capitalize on on a, on a on a hot industry, and it just didn't work out for them. It went once, and I don't, I regret it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they didn't at the end of the day. Look, they didn't do anything terrible to the industry, but yeah. it, also this, this isn't this paper. isn't a money grab industry. It's it's an industry where people. Um, Really, are, are, it, it's a very judgmental industry. Oh God, yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. your breweries. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's an it's an art form, much like like music and stuff like that. And when it's you're oh, when you're doing the money grab, you're like you're like the cover band at the bar. You end up like, like yeah, you're like yeah, you're the you're the cover you're the cover band. Like you're making the money. Don't get me wrong, but like, where's the where's the talent and the signature like sound yeah. coming from yeah, yeah. what do, what are the what do brewers say they say if you want to if you want to make a small fortune in craft beer start with a large portion yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good or one start like 20 years ago like victory or yards right right yeah, yeah corner of the market right <laughs> i mean it's it, it's interesting to see the people who think they're going to make a ton of money right out the gate and then have to pivot because what they thought and what they're very adamant about in the beginning ended up being completely untrue. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what some of these new breweries do and, you know, they have a lot of hype around them media wise, but. Well, I mean, that is the, what, what can be said about the pandemic right now is if you're in this game still, you're, you're probably not in it for the money, if you will. Right. Um, you're probably not starting a brewery right now, you know, because it's a get rich quick scheme because let's right. face it, right. You're starting a brewery and it's, I can only have 50% or 25%, yeah. whatever the hell laws are. It's a passion project so, at this point. Yeah. The good news is if you're starting a brewery right now, it's because you have a passion for it and you're driven for it. And I think that's what, you know, based on our experience, 90% of this state is anyway, but if at least you're starting it during a pandemic, you know, okay, they're in it for the right reasons. Man, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I had this written down as, um, what was your favorite beer of 2020? But I, I, I don't, I, I think that's very subjective and, and you don't want to exactly say like, you know, Oh, this was my definitive favorite. And you might not even be able to say that, but yeah, I have a beer that I could say that about all of our collapse, <laughs> <laughs> all of the brewers and BA collapse. <laughs> that one, that one, one that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, all right. All right, Chad, you flexing over there. <laughs> What non? <laughs> That's his treehouse no. post right there. <laughs> I I have I have a definitive favorite of mine that I have no problem sharing that we had nothing to do with. Please please share it. 
and it's I I ne- I never use Untap. Like if you follow me personally, I think I check in one per every two and a half months. Yeah. Um. So that's why I'm actually pulling it up now so I can get the name right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, Mosaic Nectaron by Stick City Brewing out in uh, Butler, Pittsburgh. PA. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. Gave that the the full five. Oh, wow. look at that! Wow. And is that a breweries in PA glass too? <laughs> that, oh, wait, could, is that where you, you can go on breweriesinpa.com and order a glass that just came out today? Yeah, or you can just look fondly at it. <laughs> that that went the full five on that. That was easily my favorite beer, twenty twenty. But I also okay. i I'm like a fanboy for Stick City. The the dude's awesome. The, the whole family that runs it awesome, but they're making really good beer. But that was hands down one of the greatest beers I've ever had in my life. What about you, Matt? <laughs> Don't make me choose. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 the thing about Matt is he, he's not a big fan of uh, no, choosing your favorite. But you don't have to choose your What's one that stuck with you? Like when you say like 2020 beer, what's one that stuck I'm with you? I'm looking through my untap now. <laughs> like I have one. I have one in mind. Yeah, go uh, go for yours. Yours is actually mine's right in your fridge, and I'm just gonna pull it out. Okay, <laughs> uh, mine, the one that stuck with me, and I don't necessarily know that it was my favorite. Like, because we had a lot. Oh, yeah. we had a lot of beer. But the one that stuck out to me was <laughs> Prayer Group by Tired Hands. Wow. Yeah. Now, what, what what kind of beer was that? It was I'm a not, it, it was a barrel aged lager with lemon juice. It was just. It was that either that one or the Vergnugen set from Ooh. from uh, Free Will, which was their pale lager, and it was just Vergnugen was good. Yeah, that was the one I was like, oh my god! I, I think need- that was more life changing for you. Yeah, I feel was, like yeah. that would be your best beer of twenty twenty. But the, the we have that one beer that changes things. Yeah, that was the one that changed everything. I was like, oh my god! I need. I need something that needs to be more crispy than this, and that nothing has <laughs> stood up to it. But that. <laughs> That Tired Hands, the prayer group from Tired Hands was just. You were enamored with that beer. Yeah, it was. That was, I mean, I can't say enough good things about that. Um, it was, And it was, Dan didn't like it as much. As, I mean. Yeah, I think me and the guest yeah. on that episode were like. It was, it was all right. I was like, oh, my God. We're over there like we're, we're drinking it. We're like, hey, it's OK. And from, then he's over there with hard eyes just sitting there like a like from, an like an anime girl with like hard oh, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough of this beer. Yeah, no, it was great. Like the use the 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 subtle barrel taste with a little bit of that lemon lemon tang to it. Oh, my God. It was so good. I didn't get it. Like I was over there looking at you and you're just and it was <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to to get into my my second. He couldn't wait till I left so he could have personal time with the can. <laughs> so, yeah, just so him in that can. The can, <laughs> the can, the can was big spoon. Uh, we, uh, he put it he put it behind his back and he just sat there like it. Keep me warm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that I one. And it's holding on. And from a brewery that is like, don't let go a brewery that is like known for their double IPAs and the, and the, the toast. Yeah. No, definitely. Their lager is what it it crushed me. Yeah. That's surprising. What was your, what was your, uh, what were you going to pull out of the, did so, you know, I've been, obviously I've been on the hoppy haze journey with all the IPAs I've had this, you know, 2020 has been a year of IPAs for me. Oh my God. Is it the West coast IPA? Oh my God. (laughs) No, actually I gave it to you and you haven't cracked it yet. Um, 
I'm going to hail back to Warwick. Um, the double dry hopped citrus sensation was probably the, with the best IPA I've had this year. Their, their sensation series is probably my favorite. I, I, yeah, that and it's the store bought is fine. I mean, it, it, I've given it to two. a couple people and like I bought it. I got because a lot of it. We started it. <laughs> we, we started out with the mosaic sensation. Yes. And that was we were like, holy shit. What are these guys doing? When they here? double dry hopped the citrus sensation for the first time. Oh, it was delicious. Did you have the expression series from them? Yeah, I had the double dry hopped expressions, too. I had the regular expressions. Yeah. Actually, no, you had the double dry. Hopped. I had the double yeah. dry hop. OK, yeah. yeah, it's when we were up there. Yeah, we yeah. grabbed that um, on our way out. That one was a killer, too. So I came up with some, a couple. I'll give you a couple. How about that? <laughs> all right. So you got a list. Right here. Think, of all, think of all the breweries that are going to be mad at you if you don't. So only one of them is one of them. <laughs> I bet one of them's new trail. Just poking the bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's that's a long running joke I have with him. Post this to the uh, the group too, Chad. Don't worry about it. I'm already um, getting it ready. I'm posting I'll, it right I'll, now. Don't <laughs> don't worry, Chad. I'll 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 clip it. <laughs> a brewery that we're going to be collabing with soon, Second Sin. Um, a beer called Look to the Cookie, which was a really good stout. I think it was like ten percent or something like that. Chad, did you get one? Did I give you any? No, no. I saw that. Uh, I saw I saw you checked it in. I think or you at like least had it. White cookie beer. It was so good. I would yeah. I, I would drink it strictly for the Seinfeld reference, right? Look to the cookie. Yeah. I mean, here I can show you the picture. Hold on, if you can see that. Yes, the black and white cookie. Yes, that was like <laughs> the time that I, when I lived in New York, it was like all I wanted was I. Anytime I saw a black and white cookie in a in a, like a, a window, I was like, well, I'm gonna go in there and get a black and white cookie. <laughs> <laughs> all the years Looks like I'm gonna a black and white cookie. Yeah, Seinfeld and Simpson references are are their their beers. So um, I'm gonna have to say our, our caramel chocolate cookie sharing size, Chad, was one of my favorites. I still regret that I did not get any sharing size this year. Yeah. Not not to, to toot your own anything. horn or anything. I mean, we're obviously on bias, but those are some of the best beers. Ten percent, you would never know it. Yeah, dropped under during a time where I couldn't get up there to get it. And I was so yeah. disappointed in myself. And then next year we might be doing fun size in addition to sharing size. Ooh. So those might be a little bit more hefty. You think 15% they wanted to do them at. So that's yeah. a little crazy, but, um, we're doing them in bombers. So, do it right. Um, a brewery out in outside of Pittsburgh called, uh, four points made a beer called 400 was i guess their 400th beer and they did a double dry hop double version of it which was yeah, amazing oh. Wow. it was good oh you guys and mentioned then, pittsburgh again real original yeah. <laughs> why don't you guys just move out there <laughs> yeah why don't well, we do they give us a hard time for being too east uh east coast centric centric yeah well it's crazy but then, i don't know they I picked it. Uh, I wore this one too. Our Hazelvania Hunters is one of my favorites. So yeah, the Galaxy in that one, phenomenal. And at it's at, just it's crazy. And at Peach. that alcohol content too, like it's only like I, I think I had this conversation with you on Instagram. Only being at like six percent, I'm like, this is a great beer. Yeah, we're so I think we might be bringing it back because um, it sold so well. It sold out in like two days. So Ryan was like, dude, we got to do this again. Um, so we might be bringing that one back plus another one. So we, we have to figure it out, but the double dry hopped was definitely the way to go. Um, 
Yeah, that seemed to like that beer though. That was extremely dank, and you had some stiff competition coming out on that release because you had that shreddy, and that double that that one right there was amazing too. Like they. the expressions. Um, what else did they release that week? There was like three IP. Oh, the triple they released that week too. Like, oh, ebb and flow. Yeah. Uh, I told Ryan, I, I told him, I was like, you couldn't, you couldn't have waited like a week or two to release this. <laughs> you couldn't put it up against the Saison they did this week. <laughs> you, he had to drop that literally the same weekend. He's like, yeah, man, we wanted to get it out before Christmas. I was like, ah, screw you. I will but say this. It was yes. good timing because I was there when they opened that day for that release to pick up, grabbed my order, looked back and it was like people going into Disney world, Mm. like the line going down the road, like that release was timed perfectly for them because right for Warwick. Yeah. That's what it's like for people to go to Warwick for the first time. It's like essentially Epcot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the first time we went, we parked and we walked up and you know, we, we had our masks on, they didn't recognize us. And we were just like, yeah, we're here to pick up our order. Um, here's our receipt. And they were just like, what the hell is this? It was our sticker for the, for the podcast. And they're like, Oh shit, you're the podcast guys. (laughs) (laughs) And they just let us in the brewery, but yeah, just seeing the line because everybody was getting ready for the holidays. So And I just want to congratulate Tom while he's in the bathroom being the first one to break the seal on a Twitch stream. So congratulations, Tom. No, I appreciate it, dude. That's why, that's why I got up. <laughs> I thought he really hated, I thought he just really hated Hazelvania Hunters. Yeah, yeah he was like, uh, he's like, uh, you guys are talking about hazy IPAs. I'm out of here. Yeah, we're talking about hazy IPAs. I'm getting out of here. I can't. Hey, look at that tracksuit. It's amazing. Oh, I know. Uh, right? Jumpsuit January. No, this is uh, this is tracksuit 2021. Yeah, he was working the back line for corn before this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if we ever do another one, we're definitely all in tracksuits, Chad. We're, we're getting tracksuits before we... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, getting a tracksuit. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, my goal for 2021 is to have just uh, an array of different colors and variations of my tracksuit. <laughs> South Philly Venom over here. Yep. Adidas as an a sponsor, a sponsor on this, you're good to go. Yeah, it's very Nelly of you. It's very Nelly of me. <laughs> I, know, I know. I need a band aid under my under my eye. We're going downtown, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, final thoughts on the uh, on the the West Coast IPA from Workhorse. Perfect. Yeah, I'm empty, bro. I mean, that was a good <laughs> beer. Very clean. I think. True to style. Um, exactly. Still waiting on the hops, so get back to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I posted it. I posted the the workhorse, the West Coast one was at at least three weeks ago at this point, and I mean that beer was just as good then as it is now. Like it's just a you know again what we've said about workhorse, right? They just make beer that's approachable, really easy to drink, and the styles just I don't know they don't fade by any means. Yeah, I like what it says right here. It says "Made Right" right on their logo. So, yeah, I mean, they're the slogan on their can. It just says, "Where did I see it?" <clears throat> Our mission, simply put, is to make sure your beer is made right. We take no uh, no nonsense approach to a classic to classic beer styles that are broadly appealing and consistently delicious. Which and it's working in a nutshell. Yeah. If yeah. Duke Pete Nate, I would suggest doing so. He's a wealth of knowledge. Um, always busy, but a good good guy to learn and, and see his history. So we'll talk I mean, to you after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And with that, I think we uh, we're gonna wrap up our, our our first stream is done. This is yeah episode one, season two. Yep. Success. Yeah, yeah. Brewers and PA, Matt and Chad. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we we appreciate you taking the time out uh, from your busy Facebook group moderating schedules. <laughs> yeah, from your from your busy uh, new trail posting schedules to uh, come on the podcast and uh, talk to us. I mean, so there's so many posts that we're able to sneak in during this time without us monitoring it. It's just, I I'm not looking forward to seeing it. There's a, there's a lot of angry probably DMs waiting for us, but we'll be all right. If Why people post a lot. People from from Pittsburgh saying you post about Philadelphia too much. People from Philadelphia saying you post from Pittsburgh too much. I mean, it's a it's a whole it's a <laughs> whole it's a whole to do. You summed up our uh, our existence pretty well, right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, that wraps up uh, episode one of season two. I think that was a su- success. I was uh, yeah, looking uh, at our. Yeah. Um, the users in the chat. I mean, we had a pretty good amount of people watching. Yeah. It's been a good time. Yeah. So um, if you guys are just a, a podcast only audio only listener, um, you know, feel free to join us on the Twitch. Um, as we showed here, if you guys ask questions, we will relay them to our guests. Exclusive tracksuit content. Yeah. Too. Exclusive tracksuit content. hundred <laughs> um, <laughs> percent suit. You can join us on onlysuits.com. <laughs> I'm going to start that one. I'm getting in on the ground floor <laughs> of onlytracksuits.com. Um, um, it's just me in tracksuits and my feet. <laughs> Making yeah, money. It's going to be an Instagram for you. It's an Instagram handle. I'm going to start. I'm, I'm going to, it's just me in a tracksuit and I'm, I'm pouring, uh, I'm pouring, <laughs> Berliner vices over my feet. Track underscore toes. <laughs> yeah. You know how much money is in that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Eat it up, neck beards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to grabbing some beers with you guys in person, man. It's uh, 2021 yeah. is our year. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's going to get the uh, the shot and we're going to we're going to enjoy some beer. And then we're just going to, we're all going to turn into zombies. So I'm um, going to give Matt a big old bear hug and then hand him a up to date MacBook pro. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that. He needs that. <laughs> um, all right. So join us on our Twitch. It's a uh, twitch.tv slash best, best friends podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, for, for the first couple episodes, we're going to, you know, it's going to be a free for all. If you, if you want to watch us. Yeah. Uh, come live. on. Um, ask questions in the group chat. We're moderating the whole time. Yeah. We're giving or at you- least trying. Um, I just want to say thanks to everybody who asked questions yeah. in the feed, um, and who are still watching. Um, yeah, people I'm surprised that I, you know, we have a lot of followers on Instagram, but seeing them on the, uh, on the chat yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, you know, we're giving you guys a, a chance to be a part of the podcast to join in. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a podcast about craft beer, um, so we want you guys to be able to ask the questions that we forget to ask for or don't prep for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, to our guests, uh, follow our guests, uh, Instagram at breweries in PA, uh, and then check out their website, be the million and one follower, look at the <laughs> website, <play>. whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, um, if you're in PA, if you're not in PA, if you want to know about PA beer, that's the place to go. Your Facebook's also at breweries in PA, right? 
Bruise and PA on all social channels. Yeah. Instagram, awesome. Twitter, Facebook. Um, all right. And uh, for us, guys, uh, for our... Uh, <laughs> you know why I'm pointing at you? You know why I'm finger gunning at you? I, I, I think... I don't really know. I'm just waiting for the drops, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, so, you know, uh, reviews will m- help us make this show better. Uh, and did help- we ever get any reviews nope. for that nope. contest we did in nope. December? Guess what? That's sad. Guess what? You missed out on free beer. Oh, Guess what, guys? <laughs> Guess what, guys? <laughs> Continuing into January. Oh. Yeah, we're extending <laughs> it out. Um, so if you leave us a review on... Uh, on whatever podcast platform. Um, we really only check Apple podcasts. I don't think Spotify does reviews. I don't know. I don't, I haven't seen do. a single one on Spotify. If I you're thinking on Spotify, no. it, it, according to the, analytics, we're going to check. We're just going to make it easy. Apple podcast. Yeah. According to, <laughs> if our you don't have an, if you don't have Android, get an iPad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Um, if you know, uh, according to the analytics, 50% of our listeners are on Apple. So, uh, half of you are eligible to win this. Give us a review. Uh, it does be bad, good. Just be creative about it. Just give us five stars. Um, give us a review. Uh, the most creative, or most the creative one that, slash funny. Yeah, the one. Like I want a laugh. solid belly laugh when I read it on this podcast. We will send you free beer. We did this in December during yeah. the holidays. Nobody wanted free nope. beer. Nobody wanted free beer. We got a fridge of shit over here. If you're not in PA, guys, if, you know I know it's. I know you might not be in PA, but uh, you know, I, it, fuck you, Tom Wolf. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'll send you. I'll I'll send you a beer across state lines. Uh, you know, I'll be like, there you go. There it is. <laughs> We've never sent beer across state lines, have we? Never. Never. Wink. <laughs> I'll I'll drive I'll drive it out to Texarkana. Come on, these guys are trying to get some grants here. <laughs> we, can't, we can't ruin it for them. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, Write a review. You get free beer. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Why would you not? Why would you not review the beer? Yeah, the beer podcast. I think it was the only thing that made me cry over the holidays. Is yeah. nobody. <laughs> um. So and then also, you know, tell your friends about the podcast. Just that, just that simple. You like the podcast? You think your friends will like it? Tell them about it. If you're my friend and you watch this podcast, tell your tell friends that I don't know about this podcast. There you go. Friends helping friends. People helping people. And if you liked our episode with Matt and Chad, Brewers and PA, uh, we have a full catalog online that you can go back and listen to where we talk to brewers, brewery owners. Instagram we have zero paywalls. We want you to listen no, to everything. Go back and listen to listen it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and we have a great lineup coming up, such as Matt Farber next week with Brew Sciences, baby. Yeah. He, he oh, called yeah. He cultivated the Philly sour yeast. Philly sour. Yeah, baby. We got him coming on. We've got got Levante, baby. Yeah, we got Levante. That'll be good. That'll be good. Ah, my boy Jim Adams, huh? Yep. We got we got Attic Brewing coming on. Nice. And we're wrapping up the we're wrapping up the month with a a new brewery. A new brewery. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, we're doing Hare's Hill Brewing. Oh man. They're uh they're in Tony Joe's now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just moved into Tony Joe's. Uh, we had their Westie, uh, delicious West Coast IPA. They are. Um, they, yeah, they're they're very close to us. Um, so we're very excited about that. They're Can't a, wait. a newer brewery. Love to promote it. 
You love to see it. Yep. Um, yeah. That, that's what we got coming up for the rest of the month. Um, we got some great stuff in the works. Uh, you know, we might be going out and and uh, seeing Ryan from Warwick. I, I don't know. Yeah, we might set up a couple microphones in there. Yeah, we might. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> something out. Crazy. Figure yeah. it out. We might get crazy. We'll we get might wild. talk to people in the in the in the Facebook group and maybe be able to get new trail on. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we I mean we got we have we have Wawa beers sitting in the in the fridge waiting maybe for two SP will call us. Waiting for two SP to call back. Yeah, we're just waiting for that call back. Yeah. We got a bunch of Wawa beer. I haven't even tasted it yet. I tasted that Sheets beer. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? The the donut one? Yeah, the donut one. Junk. Oh, Shouldn't have went away from craft and PA. Yep. Yeah. What, what they what was it? Wicked weed or something? Where where'd it go? Yeah, that Wicked was South Carolina. What the fuck? <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, no, it, it makes the first no sense. Bob, this entire episode. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wait, uh, Wawa Wawa did a brewery that is in their backyard. Literally like two miles from Wawa University. Can't get, for, can't get much closer. No. And I have a four pack and I have two bottles and I've just been sitting on them waiting for two SP. We're waiting on you. Return our phone call. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Return our phone call. All right. <laughs> Dan, give us our plugs. All right. So if you want to follow us on all social media, we make it real easy for you. Instagram and Facebook is at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. Oh man, every time it's just great. Every I know, I know. Sonny's <laughs> out there smiling somewhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Sammy Sosa. To uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to email us suggestions, uh, we do have an email address as well. Um, send us emails about beers to feature, breweries to feature. Hey, if you want to be on the podcast and you have something interesting about craft beer to talk about. I'm just going to let him build this up here right now. Email us. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends pod P O D. Oh, ending on a ballad. All right. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. If you have guests that you want us to have on emails at that, uh, that email address. Uh, this has been a lot of fun time yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, we've had you on before, so you, you know you're you're friends of the podcast. Um, it's no secret. Um, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah. I mean, you helped us a lot in 2020, especially getting connections yeah, to man, talk to I mean, people. Um, you know, I thought about that, and I was like, man, I'm going to bring this up early in the podcast. Completely forgot about it. it, it yeah, instrumental in helping us yeah. to talk to more breweries. So can't yeah. thank you enough, guys. Matt and Chad were you know, behind the scenes, inter- integral. Integral, 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 oh. integral, integral, <laughs> integral. Uh, they were Antifa to us. Uh, really <laughs> getting the opinions of best, best friends podcast. Do not reflect for <laughs> they were in, they were, they were very integer to us, uh, getting, uh, a, a, a vast number of, uh, guests on our podcast. Happy yeah. to happy to. Yeah. Yep. Um, got a couple more up our sleeves for you too. So don't worry. Ooh. Oh, all right. all right. Awesome. I like it. Um, so guys, thank you very much for coming on. Um, yeah. we appreciate you. Uh, go check out breweriesmpa.com. Um, 
Dan, just need you to know one thing, buddy. Every year. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just... <laughs> and nice. I, I know we're on season two, um, but just because we say we change seasons, it uh, doesn't mean you should ever forget oh. that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. It was all because of the Clinton family. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Best, best friends podcast episode 49. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette, a cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me.